1: A witness has come forward and said that Daniel Penny, the subway Samaritan, is a hero because they were all terrified for their lives until he intervened to save them. And I think this context is important. They're saying the charges should be dropped. It's particularly important because the New York Times is arguing that the passengers should have intervened to stop Daniel Penny to protect the man who was victimizing them. And in fact, they say several protesters are demanding the incarceration And uh, 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 insisting on the culpability of the passengers as perpetrators, saying that because they did not do anything to stop this, they were guilty. So not only are they outright saying if you defend yourself, you go to jail. They're saying if you cower in fear as someone else defends themselves, they're going to lock you up, too. We got that plus another amazing story out of New York. You may have seen this because the video got 40 million views over the weekend. A hospital worker accused of being a racist Karen who was trying to steal a city bike, which is one of those bike rental bike sharing things from a young black teenager. The only problem is it turns out she had a receipt for the bike. And the real story is this white hospital worker who was six months pregnant was having her bike stolen by a group of young black teenagers. That seems to be the case considering the evidence presented and published showing she actually had the receipt for the bike and they were trying to take it from her. Yet Ben Crump and all of these activists came out and said that she was a racist, Karen. Well, her uncle has launched a GoFundMe to support her. So we're going to talk a lot about self-defense and criminal justice because we also have Sam Britton. Remember that guy who was stealing all the luggage? He has been arrested as a fugitive from justice, from the Biden administration to jail. So we got a lot to go over. But before we get started, my friends, head over to castbrew.com. Click the link in the description below and join the Cast Brew Coffee Club, and you will get three bags of our signature Cast Brew coffee. Uh, supporting Cast Brew Coffee, it's our company. We're sponsoring ourselves. If you like the work we do and you like coffee, then buy from us. We've got K-cups, K-cups or whatever. I don't know what you're supposed to call. Them. Maybe you're not supposed to say k or something. K-Cups, they call them, that will be rolling out in the next couple of weeks. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll, I'll say this. If you guys have a coffee shop, if you have a convenience store, if you buy coffee for your office, buy from us and support companies that don't hate you. Because we are using this, these resources. We are using the funds from Casper to launch coffee shops. The first one's currently under construction. A lot of work has to be done in, in building a cafe. But we want to set up these cultural hubs all over the country, in cities, everywhere, so that people can come in for coffee and they can bask in culture that is good. Watching on, on our TV screens and our cafes shows like Crowder and Timcast and Viva and Barnes and things like that. So again, casper.com. But don't forget to head over to timcast.com. And click join us to become a member and you'll get access to uncensored members only shows. We're going to have one for you tonight at about 10, 10 p.m. on the front page of TimCast.com. And as a member, if you've been a member for at least six months or you sign up at the $25 level, you can submit questions and even call into the show. So smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about this and a whole lot more
2: is Colby Covington. Thanks, Tim, for having me. It's, it's an honor, man. My my mom's a big fan. She subscribed to your channel years ago. So, you know, she. she besides the fact that you're incredibly smart and, a, and a intellectual, you know, she's a huge fan of your coffee. So she's order, oh. <laughs> always ordering your coffee. I, I'm sure if I could get some coffee today, she, it would make her dreams come true. So. Right
1: on, man. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And uh, everybody knows who you are, but do you want to give a brief introduction?
2: Okay. So, uh, you know, I'm a UFC fighter, you know, you UFC champion. Uh, Donald Trump's favorite fighter, the People's Champion, America's (laughs) Champion, the King of Miami. So I got a lot of titles that I've won in my days fighting in the UFC. And, you know, now I'm a full-time patriot fighting for the conservative uh, movement. Right on, man. Thanks for hanging out. We're honored to have you. It's it's an honor to be here. Thank you. Right on.
1: We got Seamus hanging out.
3: My name is Seamus Coughlin. Uh, I make cartoons at a YouTube channel called Freedom Tunes. We just uploaded one today on the fact that men get periods now. So if you guys want to go over there, check that out. I think you'll enjoy it.
0: How you doing, everybody? I am a... Filibanti, I'm the lead singer of All That Remains, anti-communist and counter-revolutionary.
1: Ian's missing. Yeah, yeah he's just you gone. <laughs> we literally, we're,
3: we're looking for him. Every, I I've, checked, I've him. literally checked everywhere in the house. Yeah, yeah. he's probably just sleeping. Yeah.
0: Have you asked? Have
3: you focus. looked in his room? Well, that's an invasion of his privacy. I'm not going to go in there. a good point, yeah. yeah. I don't want to knock in case he's napping or something. That's that's fair. <laughs>
4: yeah, uh, that'd be a really long nap, but uh, I'm Surge.com. Uh, I'm ready to start whenever you guys are, so...
1: All right, let's jump into this first story. We have this from Fox News. Witness to Jordan Neely chokehold death calls Daniel Penny a hero. NYC passenger says Marine vet cared for people, and that is his crime. Uh, the funny thing is that's literally a crime these days. Yeah. Caring for others in New York City especially. They say... A retiree who witnessed the fatal choking incident called Daniel Penny a hero and slammed Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg for prosecuting him. He's a hero to the passenger. The witness who described herself as a woman of color said it was wrong for Bragg to charge Penny. It was self-defense, and I believe in my heart that he saved a lot of people that day that could have gotten hurt. You know, I want to to point point out, too, when we look at this video and we hear the story of, uh, of Jordan Neely threatening to hurt people. I, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of feel like I'm probably underestimating how serious it was. Mm. Like, it's not just some guy threatening people. I'm willing to bet it's more serious than anybody believes. Like, he was getting up in someone's face or coming at somebody or, or doing like a flinch. You know, it's like take like, a, like a, a faint shot at him to try and get him. You know, Something yeah. was more than just him yelling.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, because people on the subway are thanking him. Uh, there's footage of people thanking him after it occurred. I haven't seen anything about anyone who was on that train car coming out and saying he went too far and shouldn't have done this.
0: I've heard nothing at all about nothing from anyone that was on the train car actually complaining. Nobody has said anything negative. And And they're calling him a hero. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine why there would be protesters saying that the people that were on the train that didn't stop the Marine, I forget his name, the Marine from... from Penny? Penny from, from restraining Jordan. Like they're asking... They're, they're saying that the other people should be punished for not doing what they're literally punishing Penny yes. for right now? Well, this is well, hilarious, so- right? Because here's what would happen.
3: If they could go back in time, if they had a time machine, they go back in time and then they stop him from putting the assailants in a chokehold. And then everyone gets charged for not stopping them from putting him in a chokehold, for All putting him York in a chokehold. And then hey, it's just a chain of everyone putting him in a chokehold and never <laughs> going into jail for putting him in a chokehold. New that- that- York
0: is finished.
2: <laughs> Col- Colby, have you have you seen the video about what happened with this Marine? I haven't seen the video, but I've I've heard uh, some of the reports about it, and you know it's disgusting. It, you know, Daniel P- Penny is a, a hero; he's a good Samaritan. Obviously, everybody on the train felt threatened by by that Jordan Neely. So, I mean, look at Jordan Neely's past. I mean, isn't he didn't he like rape a kid or like kidnap kidnap some, kidnapped kidnapped some kid. yeah like I mean, he's a multiple time felon? He was arrested several times. He punched
1: a, an old man and an old woman in the face. on different occasions, he was arrested like was it like forty times or something? But I'm I'm curious. I, I guess I'm trying to ask you because I, I think out of anybody in the room, you're the only one who has any expertise in fighting. Yeah. And I'm wondering,
2: hmm.
1: I don't know, like, is there concern for, for you knowing how to actually fight? I guess the argument we've heard from the left is it what Jordan Neely did didn't warrant choking him to death. And my response was, I don't think Penny was trying to choke him to death. I think he was trying to stop him. So I, I guess I don't know enough about fighting to know where that line is or like what you think about. What is acceptable in terms of subduing somebody? Yeah, you know,
2: he, he was obviously trying to subdue him, and there's no way anybody could have thought he was going to kill him by just, you know, removing his conscience, you know, by choking him out. It happens in the UFC all the time. Guys get runic choked, choke, they go to sleep, and then they wake up. So there must be some type of cause in, in, in the Jordan Neely that caused that death. You know, I don't think it was just by natural causes from a chokehold. I think there's some extracurricular activity going on. Maybe he was doing drugs, maybe some other things. That's actually what a lot of people think. Yeah. Because he, he, afterwards, uh, Penny puts him in the recovery
1: position and the other passengers. And then he was still moving and breathing. And then they bring him to the hospital and he died. I guess it was like on the way there or something.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, regardless, this guy was acting in defense of the other people on the train. He didn't, he didn't just go out of his way to choke this dude out for no reason.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, no matter what, how people wanted to spin the interaction the like jordan was being restrained like perry wasn't aggressively attacking him that's not what anyone saw they looked at the they he, if you look at the video, Jordan, they were trying to restrain Jordan, trying to hold his hands, trying to prevent him from hurting someone else. They weren't on him, smashing his head. Exactly. They weren't beating him. That wasn't an aggressive fight. That was Dude. trying to prevent him from being aggressive against other people. Yeah. You Obviously, you know what it looks like when someone's <laughs> yeah. aggressively trying to punch someone, you know? It doesn't that's, look like he was trying to hurt him.
3: That's what I'm saying. This guy was a Marine. If he yeah. wanted to just savagely beat this guy to death, it would have looked very different. It would have looked very different.
1: Check this out. So the witness the witness account from this woman, she's in her 60s, she said, I'm sitting on the train reading my book, and all of a sudden I hear someone spewing this rhetoric. He said, I don't care if I have to kill an F, I will, I will, I will go to jail. I'll take a bullet, recalled the woman, who's in her 60s. The terrified passengers crowded towards the exit doors. I'm looking at where we are in the tube, in the sardine can, and I'm like, okay, we're between stations. There's nowhere we can go. The people on the train, we were scared. We were scared for our lives. Penny stepped in when Neely started using the world Kill and Bullet. Why? Picture this.
5: You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com Carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash Carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash Carlson. That's carshield.com slash Carlson.
1: In the world, did you take a bullet. Why? You don't take a bullet because you snatch something from somebody's hand. You take it for violence. The witness said it was clear to her... That Penny waited until the last minute to intervene for the sake of his fellow passengers. She heard a thump when he dragged Neely to the ground, but couldn't clearly see until the doors opened at the Broadway Lafayette station and most of the passengers exited. The witness waited for police to arrive to provide a statement. Mr. Penny cared for people. That's what he did. That is his crime, she told Fox News Digital after the altercation. She and at least three other passengers thanked him. Damn, that's amazing. Nobody wants to kill anybody. Mr. Penny didn't want to kill that man. You should have seen the way Mr. Penny looked. He was distraught. He was very, very visibly distressed. And he didn't go. He didn't run. He stayed. Prosecutor Joshua Steinglass said at Penny's arraignment Friday that the Marine veteran who has lived his entire life in the New York area continued to hold Nelia for a period of time after the man had stopped moving. I don't think that's true. I think in the video you can see the dude is still waving his arms around and there's other men trying to stop him. So something else was going on than just this. They say it took three men to hold Mr. Neely down. He was struggling after widespread protests erupted across the city with many demonstrators and even politicians calling Penny a murderer, Bragg charged Penny. And now I'm hearing that they're they're like regular New Yorkers saying criminal charges should not be coming from a tiny fringe group of people.
6: Mm.
0: that's something i mean I, I obviously we can't verify whether or not the people that have been protesting are actually new yorkers or not but it wouldn't surprise me considering the history of protests you know the past five or so years in the u.s that these people were from out of state making a stink in a in the subway when your average new yorker is probably like please don't charge this guy because we all hate dealing with mentally unstable people on in the subway because they are there are mentally unstable people they they do need help the the city needs to do something about it but at the end of the day it's the average new yorker that pays the price you know it's like they're the ones that that get terrorized when they're on the subway and stuff Mm -hmm. so i just don't i don't see how the average person in new york city is like oh you know we need to punish this guy there's there's more
1: uh the guy who filmed it said he started screaming he said he had no food no drink that he was tired doesn't care if he goes to jail he started screaming all these things and took off his jacket, a black jacket that he had, and threw it on the ground. The narrative that has emerged has become about race. A white man who fatally choked a black man, the witness said. This isn't about race. This is about people of all colors who are very, very afraid and a man who stepped in to help them. So so, so here's the picture being painted by the witnesses. They're cowering in the back of the truck as this guy's screaming, takes his jacket off, throws it on the ground. And only at that point when he's saying he's about to kill people or he's going to and he takes his jacket off, like it looks like he's about to engage do these men decide to subdue him? They, it, it sounds like
0: he had all the things that, or he had exhibited all the things that necessary for legitimate self-defense. You know, he's there, so he's got Dude. his fist, he's making threats, you know.
1: Listen to this, the, the The woman, she said, I miss the city under the law and order of Giuliani. When it comes to exposing people or subjecting them to violent behavior, the people who are in power are supposed to protect us are not. Oof. That's, an, that's amazing. Wow.
3: It's completely correct, right? These people, they actively work against civil society. It's not just the case that you don't get in trouble for breaking the law. You do get in trouble for stopping somebody from breaking the law.
0: Yeah. And so
3: this is what the media has made perfectly clear to the American people over the past several years. And this is something they've believed for decades, but they've gotten explicitly clear in their messaging about this. We saw this during the 2020 riots, right? 30 people died. The vast majority of people don't know any of their names. But everyone knows Kyle Rittenhouse's name. Do you know why? Because he defended himself. He didn't let the mob murder him. And that's not what he was supposed to do. He was supposed to allow himself to be killed. And he didn't, which is why he needs to be charged. Because he's setting an example for people. He's showing people that you don't have to roll over and die because a left-wing mob is rioting in your neighborhood. Or a neighborhood that you're invested in protecting.
1: There was a, there's another name that everybody remembers. Do you know what it is? One other, what other person?
3: Uh, can
4: cheating,
1: they, David Dorner. David Dorn. David yeah. Dorn, yeah. David well, Dorner. David do, you Dorn. Why, do you know why they remember well, his Miklosky. name?
3: He died, right? He was a police officer. And, and he was died. trying
1: to protect a business that was mm. being looted when mm-hmm. they shot him over a TV. Mm-hmm. And people, they remember his name. Mm-hmm. You're, the, you, they, I don't know if for, for better or for worse, <clears throat> if you try and defend yourself, people are going to remember who you are. The left for bad reasons and the right for good reasons. Mm. Do you remember the name of the woman who was pushed in front of the train and murdered? Nope. We write her name on the show. I can't remember either. Nope. nope. Nobody cares.
3: Well, no one's going to talk about that, right? That's crazy, man. Because that's business as usual, but citizens standing
1: up for themselves against criminals is not, and that's not supposed to happen. You guys ready for this one? Here we go. From the New York Times. They watched Jordan Neely die. Did they have a duty to intervene?
3: Oh, interesting. Are you New supposed e- to intervene when someone's being assaulted? Or <laughs> Literally right? bizarro. Oh, that's crazy. World. When there's a threat, are you supposed to step in and do something? Yep. Insane. Oh, that's so and wild.
0: I, I feel like this is intentionally to make people lose their minds. It's like, how is it that they're going to go ahead and argue for People to intervene on Jordan Neely's behalf <laughs> when the other guy was intervening on everyone in the subway's behalf. Unreal. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. It's actually,
6: you
1: ready for you ready for this? Please. Oh my goodness. Arrest everyone that was on that train, read oh one protester gosh. sign. Oh my gosh. Love and protect your fellow man. Don't move here if you're scared of your neighbors. Which it also added, if you watch someone choke and uh, attack and kill another, you are complicit. You are responsible.
3: Also, I just want to make a point. That sign that says, don't move
1: here if you're scared of your neighbors, of course not. Because if you're scared of your neighbors, you're already in New York. See, this is the thing. (laughs) I wouldn't it doesn't isn't there a part of all of you that wants everyone on that train to be arrested no why not no no it's let, evil let, because it's let evil. the people of new york learn a lesson about who they voted for and maybe then no no okay okay you're I, right Tim, you're right Tim, the people of new york <laughs> will <laughs> never learn a lesson nope, about no no, who no they no, voted no. for ever that's not true and that's why i say you're right because the witness the, the woman who called penny hero says she wants giuliani back yeah like maybe there is a lesson being learned by people that they might stop voting for this Diver- I, I can yeah. be hopeful I, well, I kind of have doubt. No one does a better job creating demand for
3: Republicans than Democrats. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I can't imagine how people are going to continue to allow this kind of stuff to happen as more and more victims are created. Like mm-hmm. people every day are dealing with this kind of stuff on on the, on the subway, and I can't imagine. Again, I just can't imagine the the people of New York actually supporting it. It's it's got to be activists that are that are making the noise.
3: Yeah, well, and it's about a, you know, the stories the media chooses to focus on. So as we were discussing, when an innocent person is pushed in front of a train by a complete maniac, that's not a story that's discussed. And then when a citizen intervenes to prevent somebody who is a career criminal who's behaving violently, screaming about the fact that they're not afraid to go back to jail and they'll kill somebody, not only... Is there even a question in anyone's mind about whether this was an appropriate instance for this person to intervene in? But we're seeing pictures of the person who died moonwalking in a subway station as if that
1: absolves him. I just think this this whole New York Times article is magic.
6: It
3: is. It's hilarious. Absolute
1: magic. It's It's like an Onion article, dude. Right. Should they have a duty to intervene? What do you think Daniel Penny was doing? He was stopping a violent man who was threatening people. He was literally intervening. Now, in their world, you're like at a bank and some guy breaks in to rob that bank and the security guard aims a weapon at the burglar at the at the bank robber and the New York Times wants you to intervene to help the bank robber. Mm-hmm. That's what they're arguing for.
3: Well, and that's the thing this this isn't just beyond parody, right? This isn't just a joke. This is actually a clever joke, right? Like if the onion or the Babylon bee published that headline, I'd be like, Right? that's a good angle because it shows the hypocrisy, and it's also funny and it's ridiculous. This was the New York Times being completely unironic. I'm, I'm, I'm often very worried for for Seth over at the Babylon Bee because, yeah, I mean, what you is he supposed to publish? I know. And look, what about me? I make cartoons about this stuff. You this is a cartoon. This is
1: actually a cartoon. Like. I do more comedy than you do at this point by simply reading headlines. Just reading the news. It's true. It's, it's really getting to that point. I know, but it's terrifying comedy. It's People like People
3: are like, are you worried
1: that AI is going to be able to generate comedy? I'm like, the New York Times already does. <laughs> you can't compete, dude? Yeah. Wow. When I saw this headline, I was really impressed. Because yeah. as, as you pointed out, it creates a paradox of intervention. Yeah, exactly. Where like, Penny intervenes. So then, someone intervenes to stop Penny. So then, someone intervenes to stop that person, and then everyone in the train is fighting each other under some legal requirement of exactly.
3: Intervention. <laughs> and then the next article is like, should the people at the subway stop have intervened and stopped everyone on the subway car from stopping the people on the subway car that they
0: were
1: stopping from? In stopping two weeks,
0: there would be no one left in Manhattan. Exactly, like everybody's dead.
1: Everyone, everyone's just choking each other. <laughs> yeah, they're all. It's it's like a human centipede of, of, of chokebacks. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. So so where are we on this whole self defense thing, right? Not well, New the, York, the, the, not thankfully.
0: The left doesn't want like we've talked about, you know, the left does want to take away your right to self defense because they don't believe mm-hmm. that you should defend yourself against people that have already been victimized by society. I've said this before. The left believes that the people that like Jordan himself was a victim. He had been victimized all his life. He was a victim of circumstance, victim of a system, et cetera, et cetera. So when you have someone that's victimized like that, and he's just acting out in this terrible world that he's been oppressed in, and then the white man comes and kills him. And that's Mm -hmm. the way, that's the entirety of the left's outlook on it. And so the the white guy has come and victimized the black guy at the end of the day. and, And they can't, abide by the idea that he was victimized again by historically powerful people etc and and it's it's a simple concept to understand but it takes all the agency away from every single person that behaves in a bad way and it makes excuses for them and you can't have a society that doesn't have a standard that is your life is your own and you can defend it if you have if you can't defend your own life society breaks down
3: exactly so so jordan neely was screaming at innocent people after a life of crime, because of socioeconomic factors, because we didn't fund that library, because his public school wasn't good enough for uh, on par with European standards or standards in more wealthy neighborhoods. It's an imaginary standard. But Daniel Penny, he just woke up and wanted to kill a black person, right? That's the only analysis we do on the fact that Somebody is dead on this train, right? What, what, he just woke up one morning and said, "I just I guess I just want to go out and kill a black person." That is literally how the left sees this story. Every single
1: level of socioeconomic they're, analysis they're is done but to exonerate Jordan Neely. But they're lying. Like they don't literally believe that. They
3: I, just lie. I think so. I think you're right that they lie, but there are true believers on the left who if you really press them or you just try to infer from their conclusions, they really seem to believe that white people are just searching for excuses to kill black people all the time.
0: There are people because who every that.
3: time <laughs> there's an instance where a white person defends themselves against a black person, it's well, oh look at that white guy killed a black guy because he's racist.
1: Really, that's the first that's the first assumption. What, what? What? Weren't you saying something earlier about your hands being deadly weapons? Like yeah. is that like a law or something?
2: Yeah, so that's a law. When you become a pro- professional fighter, you have to register your hands with the police. No so, way. Yeah. So you you, you, use... you had to go to the police and tell them. I mean, you're supposed to. I never ended up doing it because I knew I was never going to break a law. Like I, I handle my business in the cage where we get paid a lot of money to, to fight people. I would never assault someone outside the cage. So, you know, I, I, I would never have to deal with that. So
1: I heard that, I heard that when I was little, they said that if you if you get like a black belt, then it like the, as a kid, they say it makes your hands deadly weapons. Mm-hmm. As an adult, I was told it makes uh, assault aggravated. Like if you're a trained fighter and you commit a crime, it's an aggravated crime. As if a regular person had a weapon, you being trained aggravates it or something. Mm, yeah. Well, I remember before the show, you were telling a story about somebody who was a wrestler and got in some trouble.
2: Yeah. So there was this wrestler in my in my college at Oregon State, and uh, he uh, got in a fight at a party because the guy was like cussing at his girlfriend. So he's like, "Dude, I'm not. You're not going to cuss at my girlfriend." And then the yeah. guy like pushed him and like threw a punch at him, a sucker punch. So he's like, "Let's go outside." So he took it outside, double legs the guy on the ground. The guy hits his head off the concrete. And had to get stitches and then goes to the police and ends up my friend ends up getting assault with a deadly weapon because he was a wrestler. Wow. That's insane. Crazy. He ended up having to do three and a half years in prison. No oh way. my gosh. Yeah, Jesus. That's
1: why I always tell people like the fight's not worth it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like you're saying, fight in the fight in the cage, make it professional. Yeah. But I've heard so many stories about people who they get emotional.
6: Yeah.
1: And you know, nine times out of out of ten, ninety-nine times out of a hundred Fights usually break up. Someone gets a bruise. Nobody. It's kind of the end of it. You get that one moment where someone falls back and hits their head, and you and you go to prison.
2: Yeah, it's not worth it, man. It's it's tough though when the adrenaline gets going. Like people don't know how to control their adrenaline rushes. Like it's a real thing. Like when you're in that type of moment where it's like high intensity and you feel like you know you're about to get in a fight. Like the adrenaline, the nerves start getting to you, and you know you can't handle your emotions. You don't think clearly anymore. So you know I kind of. I feel for those people. I
1: think I think more people should probably do some kind of fight training, because even thinking about situations like this with uh, with Penny, he's a Marine. Mm-hmm. He was probably cool as a cucumber. Like everyone else is freaking out, he's probably thinking like, "All right, I got I got to stop this guy before it gets out of hand." Mm-hmm. He that, and that's why he was able to do it. And then those other guys help him do it. But you get someone who's terrified and shaking, and things can get a lot worse than than they did here, yeah. like. In New York, when you get cops who are poorly trained and they start unloading their, their guns and then th- this actually happened, they ended up shooting seven random people because they were panicking and just like, people need to be able to be, be in control.
0: That was at the Empire State Building, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, did you guys hear that story? Yeah. no. Guy came out of the building. I guess he had it was like a disgruntled shooting or something. Yeah,
0: I'm not sure what it was, but the police unloaded and they shot him, but- No, I
1: think they missed him. Well, I mean, the thing is
0: they, they were using nine millimeters, so they may have missed him, but they also may have hit him and they just go pass through because they're fast. They hit bullets. like
1: seven random people just yeah. like because they were just like, ah, just shooting like terrified of this guy. Mm.
0: And I mean, it could have been, you know, ricochets or whatever, but still, you know, yeah, you're, you're shooting guns in New York City. Like just because you're cops doesn't mean the bullets stop in the bad guy yep. or, or, you know, they don't bounce or whatever. So um, got to be careful, man. Yeah.
1: You guys want to get, can we just get everybody really mad and we'll just keep going with it? Sure. Yeah, that's our job. This is it (laughs) from Fox News. North Dakota man who killed an 18 year old boy following political argument has charges reduced. Oh, So this story is actually from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But uh, we overlooked it and a lot of people are now picking the story up. You may remember the story. It's this guy, Shannon Brandt. He apparently called the police, called some kid. He claimed this, this, this 18 year old kid was a Republican extremist and then ran him over. They charged them with murder. Recently, they dropped it down to manslaughter and they're saying it wasn't part of a plea agreement, meaning the prosecutors just quietly were like, we're going to reduce his charges on this Mm -hmm. one. Yo, It feels more and more like across the country, if you you like Donald Trump, if you are a conservative, if you're libertarian, if you oppose the establishment, they will throw not just the book, but any book they have at you. There is
0: unquestionably political motivation against conservatives and libertarians, people that are that are generally anti-establishment. There is a strong, strong incentive uh, to do everything you can to punish those people for their opinions. I don't think that there's a there's going to be people that are going to say no, that's not true and stuff. I really find it difficult to see anything else. And you got twenty the the. The riots in 2020 people like this guy kill a kid dude get, he hit you know,
3: somebody with his car over,
0: after a political argument yeah after a political argument that's like that, that's an extremely important part this is a politically motivated murder there was that kid in uh, how
3: could that here's the thing like to drop it to manslaughter i mean how could it be unintentional? You and go out of your way to hit somebody with a car, and he ran. And he, he fled. Wow. Well. Yeah. This guy, yeah. manslaughter? You out of your mind?
1: <laughs> he got into an argument with someone and ran it, dude, it over with his car. I think the kids were like dancing in the street or something, and he had known the kid, and he called him a Republican extremist. Ends up running the kid over. Uh, they said he he fled the scene, and they upgraded the charges to felony murder, probably because he fled. Yeah. And uh, they said he has also been charged with leaving the scene of a crash that resulted in death. Oh my and now, not because of a plea agreement, they, they just said, As we have pointed out since the beginning, there is no evidence to support the misplaced allegation of intentional homicide. The state and defense forensic experts have provided comprehensive reports confirming the tragedy was an accident. Misplaced media hype and community conjecture is no substitute for evidence. Mr. Brand is anxious for the truth to be told to a jury trial. Fair point. point let's see let's see a jury trial i'll say this innocent until proven guilty extends to even people like this and uh maybe it is media hype yeah but like when you charge him with fleeing a crime you have to understand why we feel that way so don't 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 say it's misplaced media hype when y'all literally charged a guy with leaving the scene of a crime that resulted in death so like he says it's a republican extremist runs him over it leaves and then you're like "Eh, as an accident. Wow. Yeah, I I guess he's going to argue that he ran him over and thought
3: it was a rabbit. Well, but that's the thing, right? Because there was a prior relationship here. They clearly didn't like each other, political argument. Mm -hmm. There was no prior relationship between Jordan Neely and and Daniel Penny. He was threatening people on the subway, so he intervened, right? It was just clearly situational. This
0: this is a little little different take on it. But listen, if you're a conservative or if you're a libertarian, I know you got a life and stuff. But if you get put (laughs) onto a jury stay mm. like get in there and get on the jury and if it happens to be someone that has political
1: leanings that align with mm-hmm. you jury nullification is a great tool look at this headline from uh, the original story man admits to running over 18 year old after they had a political argument unbelievable See so he admitted he admitted to running over the teenager leaving the scene of a crime after having a political argument and they're like nice nah, fine Yo, know, if you're a Trump supporter Wires. and you fart, yeah. they're gonna lock you up. Yeah, they're gonna be like, "What was that? I smell something." Yeah, mm. well, you the smelled the
3: Delta Act of 1987.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and this yeah. isn't what this is in Montana, was it, or Wyoming, North Dakota? North, I think North it was. Dakota, North
4: Dakota.
0: I mean, it's it's not a, typically a bastion of progressive liberalism there. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are definitely Democrats. I would imagine Blue Dog Democrat
1: type. He, the kid called his mom, said he was being chased. It's like unreal. this is premeditated. It this totally is this is first degree. Yeah. Ah, this is amazing. They called it felony murder. I'm like, this is pre. He's chasing the kid. The kid calls mom saying he's being chased. We don't have a justice system in the gun
0: con- this country anymore.
1: Wow. You know, we talked about he's drunk too. This kid. Oh my gosh <laughs> Like if you're if wow. you're driving drunk and you hit somebody, you get charged with like vehicular homicide, negligent homicide. Yeah. This is crazy. Man. Whether
0: it be the whether it be the the stuff with George Floyd or with the Ahmed Arbery case or with this or it's like v- very frequently there is significantly you know significantly bad bad prosecutions and stuff. You don't. I mean, the FBI going after Trump with the, the stuff that came out with the Durham case, all that. I I don't see how people can continue to trust the justice system when there are so many high profile abuses of the you know of the justice system it's 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 detrimental to the the country on they,
1: they want you to wear an antifa shirt It's the only way you'll get you'll get justice but then they they want you promoting those ideas it's it, it's it's i'm half kidding but it's kind of like how businesses put up antifa stuff in their windows yeah i mm-hmm. was in uh we were we were uh, out in the west virginia area uh, we were working on the cafe and I see some of these businesses having LGBTQ plus flyers in their windows, oh, yeah. and I'm like, a lot of these businesses probably don't care. Someone comes in and says, "Okay, we put something in the window." They say, "Fine," but some of them, like especially in West Virginia, are like, "Please don't hurt me. You can put whatever you want in the window. Please spare our mm-hmm. store." That was like the line from the 2020 riots. Please yeah. spare our store, because yeah. these far leftists are going around and destroying every. Like, dude, if you're a small business, you can't afford to replace your front windows. No. I, Talking thousands of dollars?
0: This makes me wonder if this is like what the French terror was like. How intense were the the, the leftists in, in the French Revolution? You know, how intense were they going after the population to to terrorize them into agreeing? I, I can't imagine that it was, you know, significantly more intense than to, at least 2020. Well,
3: they were beheading people. Uh that's true. Yeah. So A lot maybe. of people. It was pretty bad. And then it look, that turned on it, themselves. It,
6: yeah, so. yeah.
1: Robespierre was like,
3: oh no, and then
1: they blew his jaw off. But let
3: that that be a lesson to what's going to happen to these people. The revolution eats its own children. (laughs) But
1: society
0: was was also significantly more violent back then.
3: Well, look, all I'm saying is don't be surprised if they start killing people. We've already seen terror attacks from lefties on the rise. I mean, and they have literally said on television, we should kill them. Jane Fonda said murder is how we are going to solve the
1: problem. Yep. Well, she didn't she she she's they asked her what could we do and she says murder mm-hmm. and then they all immediately go no she's joking she's joking and then yes. she rolls her eyes all covering right. for her. Yeah. Like she's only joking, man. These people are nuts. Hanoi Jane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> they're getting crazy out there, man. So I kind of feel like maybe this summer we'll see some shenanigans. Yeah, I hope But not, I think but... 2024 summer is going to get crazy.
0: I am concerned about uh next year getting <laughs> yeah. into the uh, the election.
3: So I got to ask you, um, during the COVID riots in 2020, you, you've you been... COVID? I, I'm sorry, not the COVID riots. What's wrong with me? COVID 2020 riots. A lot happened that year. It was a great time <laughs> it was it was for busy. all of us. Inflation, riots. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. No, I, I wanted to ask, uh, as a, a fighter, when did you start to get
2: involved politically? Yeah, so I, I started to get... You know, I've always grew up conservative my whole entire life, but... I really started to really started to branch out when I saw that the media and all the athletes were just shoving one way down your throat the liberal mm-hmm. way and I'm like why why is no one else talking about conservative beliefs and then I started to realize like all these athletes like they don't want to disrupt their gravy train. They're mm. getting paid by these general managers, by these owners, managers, whatever. And if they say something, they're gonna be bagging, you know, groceries at Walmart. So I'm like, mm. you know what? I'm an independent contractor for the UFC. Thank God for Dana White and the UFC, what they do, letting us be uh independent contractors where we don't have to get our voices muzzled. We can say whatever we want. So, you know, my, my paycheck is not affected by what I believe in and what I stand for. So, you know, that that's when I really started to come out. I was just sick of seeing the LeBron James way, you know, it just sure. You know, <laughs> b- defund the police. Uh, oh, I care about equality and injustice and women's rights. W- women's rights, bro, LeBron, you, you abuse women. You got women in Chinese sweatshops. You're mm-hmm. working for pennies on the dollar. You're making hundreds of millions after them. How could you care about women's rights when you're a woman abuser? Yeah, True. wow. Yeah, it's LeBron. funny how you
1: don't see these people talk it's- about creating real American jobs. No. So that we can do away with sweatshop labor and help American workers bring back manufacturing. They're just yeah. Yeah. no what, well, the whatever, not, whatever 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 yeah. whatever talking point the me, the Democratic Party or the media tells them to say they just regurgitate it. It's just something. virtue signaling. It's empty virtue
3: signaling. Oh, it's nonsense. So, like, what kind of pressure has been put on? I know, I know you said you're a private contractor, but have people sort of tried to step in the way of that? Get clients in trouble? Get the UFC in trouble? Absolutely.
2: So mm-hmm. we had a we had a Reebok was sponsoring the UFC, and mm-hmm. they didn't sponsor me individually. They just uh-huh. sponsored the you know sure. the company. They didn't sponsor me individually. After one of my fights, they tried to retract some of my statements saying oh we don't stand for what colby covington believes oh we're asking for him to get fired from the ufc and dana's just like laughing like what, what?
6: <laughs> what?
3: He's can an I,
2: independent contractor can i ask what you said or is this something you can say on air or no i just you know i just uh you know after i beat this guy that was all about uh black lives matter i just you know i crushed his dreams and i just you know stood up for conservatism and, and i was patriotic and they didn't <laughs> they, like the way i said it but it's crazy how like they can say whatever they
1: want politically. Oh yeah. And there's nothing. No. Yeah. And then you do the exact same thing they did, but for your beliefs, and they're like, shut him down, fire him. Yep. I do think it's awesome that Dana's laughing and he's like, no. Yeah. yeah no. That's great. Because a lot of a lot of major league sports, they they have in their contracts, they'll go to the, the player, the athlete, and be like, You really gotta tone it down, you know, like we're getting we're getting heat. Mm-hmm. I think people who have FU money need to start acting like they got FU money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are they so scared of? It's this the yeah. weirdest thing. They, but you know you know it might be it might be that UFC is, I I think it's just a bunch of high testosterone dudes aren't going to be told what they can and can't do. It's one of the last bastions of masculinity, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, not for not for nothing. It's
0: it's and and it, people will say there's toxicity and stuff, but it's totally not because those the guys like you are so well trained, so disciplined, and so focused. It is not like just you know like you were talking earlier, like just raw emotion. You have to be smart. We were talking earlier about getting under your opponent's skin and talking, (laughs) talking trash and how, how that's an important part. And I think that that's a good thing for young men to do. I like, I think young men should get into jujitsu, you know, especially like young people, I think should be fine. Like, and then if you, you get older and you want to get into striking sports that you know more power to you but like that kind of stuff is really good for young men because it's a great way to get expel energy you learn about yourself you learn about respecting other people and you know learning your limits and stuff so i think that i think Uh, that the ufc plays an important role today for young men um to to be able to express their their masculinity in a positive way
1: i love the uh I crushed his dreams you know,
6: yeah, I
3: very, know that was very, hilarious. very passively and like, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah so I woke up one day crushed <laughs> a guy's dreams it's just, it just, it just I happened. didn't so, want
2: to get you guys kicked off YouTube <laughs> saying some mean words you know I get locked in a cage it's okay if I leave someone to pool blood but oh dang he says some mean words cancel that guy Co- that's, what that, is- that, that, that's the funny thing though well, I, like we
1: talk about all the time how in movies there's murder there's death there's chaos mm-hmm. but then someone 10 years ago did a bad joke so they gotta get fired from their job yeah. they say nothing about in fact they Cheer you on that you're you, you and another guy are attempting to mercilessly beat each other to prove that you're the better fighter, and they're like, "That's cool." And then you're like, "I like Donald Trump," and they're like, right. like
3: "Shut it down!" They're like, "That's violence." Yeah, no, for real, it's inciting
1: violence. Oh my gosh! Not the, not the actual show itself. Yeah. They're like, "Well, yeah. you know, we understand fighting is a sport, <laughs> but no, you know, it's like it's almost like the leftist version of UFC is two guys going to a ring and start." Talking about how much, who likes Trump more than the other guy?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you like Trump the most. I was like, no, 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 no.
1: It's, it's two guys. Saying things about why Trump is good, why, <laughs> why they like Western civilization, misgendering each other. Misgendering. Like, <laughs> yep, and they're like, it's just the most violence they've ever seen. <laughs> Who can take it
0: for the longest?
1: <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> take it from the longest. <laughs> he
0: too- said Trump beat up my dad. I'm tapping.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh he, eating, the he
1: said the future isn't female. <laughs> ah! I'm, I can't do this. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> and then it's like there's low blows.
3: Dude, just literally the the UFC micro uh, microaggression division where they I, was, in <laughs> like- I was watching
1: I was watching that fight a couple weeks ago where um, I can't remember who it was uh, who was it who was it um but one guy accidentally hit the other guy in the nuts mm. oh. like, and then he immediately backs off and he puts his like sorry about that yeah, yeah. and they're like no it's cool it's cool we can, we can go again like that's like a big no-no right yeah, like yeah. you don't yeah we, we like you know that's not that's not sportsman like
2: yeah, it's not sportsman-like, but, you know, sometimes in, in the heat of battle, you know, it's tough to control your weapons, you know, sometimes you're throwing a body kick and it goes a little low, it might hit the nuts, but that's why we wear a cup in there, so you, yeah. you can't feel that, you get kicked in the nuts, you're not, you're not gonna feel that with the cup on, so.
1: Oh, right on. Yeah. So I just, but I imagine if the leftists are getting into the ring, it's like you have a moment where someone says something and they're like, whoa, 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 they're like, that, that's an illegal move, you can't say that, that's too violent. You know, saying something like Trump twenty twenty four, and they're like, "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah.
0: no, Put it down, shut no, down. The, yeah. the, the real extreme stuff is that's not a penis. Yeah. You know,
2: <laughs>
0: that's a wound. That's what sucks. That's like, not a vagina. That's
2: what sucks about the media, MMA media. They're all liberal. Like they all hate Trump. They all just, yeah. they all just bash him constantly, and they don't want to give me a platform. They never want to speak to me. So you know, it's just funny because none of them, none of them are actual journalists. None of them have journalism degrees, but they want to act like they're journalists. Mm. It's, it's funny. there's, I mean,
1: I, I I'll. I hate the journalism degree thing. I, I suppose there, there was, yeah, Seamus is a journalist. I'm sh- I, I think back in the day, <laughs> it probably made some sense. We were, I was talking about this today with my family that we're, you know, we're in, we're in West Virginia in the small town. The newspaper used to just be like a bulletin board. Seriously, like the news was like a guy fell off his ladder and hurt his leg. Mm. You live in the city and you get to, you pick up the newspaper. It's like John fell yesterday. And you're like, oh, John fell. Wow. Mm-hmm. And there there's only a few thousand people. So most people knew sort of who yeah. everybody was. Yeah. Now, nobody cares at all about who their neighbor is, and you can have a house burned down across the street from you and be like, what happened? That was a fire? I didn't even know who lived there. Mm-hmm. Now, like, we completely separated ourselves from from all information on this stuff.
3: Well, with the political bias, it's extra bizarre. And, you know, you're talking about the UFC here and the fact that UFC journalists are, are all on the left. I understand that journalists are usually uh, lefties, but UFC is not like some
2: flowery left-wing thing. That's why it's so bizarre, right? Yeah that's funny I, I, they, they want us all to be betas but we're all alphas you know yeah. they don't want you know masculine men in society you know they, that's not their agenda it doesn't fit their agenda i just
3: don't like are they doing their little like critical theory analysis on the fights or how does that even
1: work i i i, I think the the reason they're <laughs> it, it, i think ufc allows like you know like i was saying dana white because it's like high testosterone guys who are just like after you've been punched in the face so many times, words kind of roll off your back like they didn't even happen. It doesn't even matter. But these journalists are genuinely terrified. Words they hurt them. Yeah. These millennials, yeah. these Gen Zers who have never experienced anything, and it's funny because people are. We've had a couple super chats where like these these guys have never even been punched in the face. Like talking about us and like we're gonna sit here and talk with you. And it's like no, I've
3: I, definitely I, been punched in the face, bro. <laughs> yeah,
1: I've been. Uh, I, I've and and uh, I've been in in in. in uh, I'll uh, we'll keep it light, like conflict, crisis, and yeah. and, and uh, I don't want to say overt war, but I've been in places where people are shooting at each other, and I've watched yeah. people die. Not that I've been directly punched in the face. I've yeah. had anti I've had Antifa try to punch me in the face. But well, I mean, but look, i,
0: listen, I, I haven't, a a like, ju- Listen, I'll put it this way. Well, oh, oh, I'm a white belt in jujitsu, so I know what it's like to get wrapped up. Okay, so <laughs> but, I know what it's but, like but, to no, get no, beat no. up. So. But
1: I'm I'm here to say, like, fair point. Like, I don't I'm, I I have I have no problem being like. I have no idea what it's like to go up against the greatest fighters in the world and oh, win sure. or lose and these 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 leftists act like they do know
3: I they know act- and, and i totally get that and I, I agree but i just don't know how anyone could hear me speak and come to the conclusion that no one's ever punched me in the face before.
6: <laughs> <laughs> that's my point
2: are you kidding me oh my gosh I, I think the best thing about mma media is just they all write with their their bias and, and their feelings they don't write impartial journalism they they don't say they don't call a spade a spade you know they, right. they dance around it and it's just sad to see
1: what, what do you think you think most fighters are probably right-leaning
2: I would say it's a mix. I'd say it's half and half, but I'm like, how do you how do you be a fighter and a leftist? I just don't understand that Yeah. That's true. I mean, some of the guys are vegetarians or vegans and, mm. and all about the soy boy life and safe spaces and this and that. <laughs> wow. So. And I, I think it's also like the
3: particular brand of left wing politics, right? Because I don't think a, a lot of them, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think a lot of them are going to be, like, feminists, but, but I could but, definitely see, like, the BLM thing. That's but something the, but, that I could see appealing to men in the, the MMA.
1: But these 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 vegan fighters, they're not like
2: heavyweights, right? Nah, they're like middleweights, weights. Because
1: yeah. I don't, I, I, I and I'm not trying to rag on anybody who's vegan. I got no problem with that. You know, live your life, do what you want to do. Just please be healthy, and mm-hmm. if you are, awesome. Yeah. But it's really hard to maintain higher weights. Like, I was, I was reading interviews with uh, Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth talking about playing the role of Thor. And he was he was saying he was eating thousands of calories of fish and chicken every day to try and maintain that muscle mass and it's really, really hard. Constant training, eating like crazy, and then once you stop, you start going back down. So I'm like, I don't know. I, I I kind of feel like maybe it's just my bias, but if you're if 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 you can take a hit, if you can fight at the highest level. How are you going to be the kind of person that's like words are violence? Mm. You know what I mean? You're going to be like, I don't care what you call me, dude. I just got punched in the face. It hurts.
3: Well, that's the other. Like, I I think a lot of it is just based on this is my side of the aisle. Again, you mentioned like the BLM thing. Uh, I could totally see that. And I think a lot of it just becomes like tribal politics. You know, my family was Democratic growing up or my family was Republican growing up. And that's why I'm into this and not... You know, my gender studies professor told me words are violence or something like that. I I would suspect most of the people in the UFC on the left aren't coming at it from the blue haired college student angle
2: yeah no most fighters you know didn't go to college and yeah. they're rather dumb so i mean they get most of their information from either social media or mainstream media and we know how how controlled that is you know mm. and how, how much fake news is out there so you know these these kids in, in fighting are a lot of sheep you know they don't judy was boring hello then judy discovered com. it's
0: my little escape
1: now judy's the life of the party
4: oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon
1: whoa take it easy judy <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: They can't think for themselves or do do the research to find out the real information. They just read a, a news article like that on New York Times and they just believe what it says automatically.
1: Mm. Let's uh, let's jump to this viral story. This one's so good. Ladies and gentlemen, we have this from the Daily Mail. Pregnant New York City nurse accused of taking a city bike from a black man outside a hospital is named as friends start GoFundMe to pay her legal bills and lawyer shares receipts that proves the bike was hers. All right. Here's the story. A viral video over the weekend showed a white woman yelling for help. As some black teenagers surround her, and one guy has his hand on the bike saying, this is not your bike, this is my bike. They started claiming that she was racist, that she was trying to steal the the bike from this young black man, and that she was putting his safety in jeopardy. The hospital suspended her pending an investigation. We have this tweet from Ben Crump. He said, this is unacceptable. A white woman was caught on camera attempting to steal a city bike from a young black man in New York City. She grossly tried to weaponize her tears to paint this man as a threat. This is exactly the type of behavior that has endangered so many black men in the past. The first thing I noticed when I see this is that she's actually on the bike. She's literally on the bike bike and he's not and he's grabbing the bike and laughing. So how is it? So these city bikes, the way they work, they're in the rack. You walk up, you scan the QR code and it unlocks the bike and you can take it out. How is it that he walked up, did not get on the bike, scanned it, then did she run up at this pregnant woman? She's six months pregnant, by the way. Did she run up and jump on the bike and try taking it from him? That's what Ben Crump is arguing. So her lawyer, so this is the story that was going out. Not only did they they put out a story saying that she was a racist trying to steal the bike from this black teenager, journalists went to her home in New York City and started going to her neighbors and, and saying, look, this is your neighbor. This is what she did. What do you think? And there are these people being like, wow, that looks racist. I can't believe she would do that. Think about how nightmarish it is to live in one of these places. I can't even
0: imagine wanting to live in a place like that where you have to worry about uh, the media going to your neighbors, accusing you of racism and and a totally fabricated story. Ben Crump is the most incredible race hustler I have ever seen in my life. That dude is shameless and he, he just gets on any 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 court case or whatever that he can he's just right there planting his uh his flag looking for them dollars so wait
3: so she had the receipts that showed that this was her bike this guy was trying to take it from her on what basis did he decide to report that she was stealing the bike from him just the
1: picture he saw the picture and said well well she has the No bad no, no. Skin- they filmed it oh, okay they they filmed her and and said like this is this is brilliant stuff this is con level mm-hmm. brilliant grifting when you're committing the crime accuse the other person of committing the crime and film them and then if they don't give you what you want you can upload the video and make them the bad guy that's
3: rules for <laughs> radicals right? So i, I was, your opponent of what you're doing
1: i was talking about this when I, I i did a segment for my morning show an old con trick called a reverse pickpocket what you do is you take a wallet with an with you put your id in it like a, an old dummy id and then maybe some i don't know a couple bucks or something you slip it into the bag of or bag or pocket of someone else then accuse them of robbing you and that this gets other bystanders or even the police wow. to rob them on your behalf so what happens is you say help that person just robbed me
3: and they took my phone they and took
1: like, they took my they took my wallet and then what mm. phone's hard because yeah yeah but if you it. say they
3: took my wallet you can say they took other things too exactly. yeah so yeah. so
1: the way the con would work is you drop the, the dummy wallet in their coat pocket or something <sighs> then you call the police or you you ask for help when they, when they say, look in his pocket, the, the, the victim is going, what are you talking about? I didn't do anything. And they go, empty your pockets then. The person pulls a wallet out of their pocket. There it is. That's my wallet. Open. It's got my ID in it. When they open it and your ID's in it, they say, boom, this proves it. And I say, and my cash, I had 40 bucks in there. No, there's no cash in here. Where's my 40 bucks? Then they take the 40 bucks from the victim and give it to you. You can actually get police to arrest the victims. And then they'll often just be like, here's your cash, sir. Sorry. It was an old con people used to pull. And there's sophisticated versions of it, too. They wait till someone leaves an ATM and then people will leave the receipts at the ATM showing how much money they have on them. Then your buddy reverse pickpockets. Then you call the police and say that person did it. The wallet on them is proof. The cop doesn't even need to get a statement or any evidence. The wallet on them is proof enough. And the cop will say, upon stopping the perpetrator, we found the wallet in question, proving that the the theft took place. We returned the money to the victim. Wow. Crazy, right? This is what these guys are basically doing. They're they're trying to. You know, here's what I think they're trying to do. When this this happens a lot with these with these bike share things, you unlock the bike with your phone, and then you ride it around, and it charges you. I think per hour, or you can be a member or something. Mm. So what they'll do is they'll wait for someone to unlock a bike, take the bike from them, and then bike's theirs.
4: Yeah, bike's on them
1: because the bike doesn't have a camera on or anything like right. like so you can't you can't track. And now, if 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 I use my phone to unlock a bike and they take it, it's all on you, all you on me. For it, that's right. I paid for it. Wow. And could, I think they were trying to steal the bike from her. That makes and sense. To get away with it, they said she's stealing the bike from me, and it actually worked for a second until she was able to publish the receipts proving it was actually her bike they took from her. Wow. Crazy, right? That is, that is really crazy. Who wants to live in this place? This is this is in New York. Hustler's gonna hustle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look at this. This is a. Uh, what is it? It's right by, just just north of Union Square. They can reveal the nurse's city bike receipts, which her lawyer claims proves the number on the handlebars of the bike she was clutching in the footage. So you can see in the picture, 5603915, and they published the receipt, 5603915. Wow. Welcome to, to, the, to the, the, the new country, I guess. Well, he also immediately took it to, not just
3: a race-baiting place, a racist place. She's weaponizing her white woman tears. Like, you mean she's crying because someone's trying to steal her bike from her.
1: I don't think she was really crying though. It does seem fake. Like they accused her of fake crying. And the reason I think a lot of people cited against her is that she's screaming for help. No one helps her. Then she grabs his phone. Then they grab it back. Then she starts crying. And then the guy behind her goes, get a different bike. And then she just gets off the bike and stops crying. So I kind of feel like she wasn't as distressed as she's making out to be, but she was still the victim mm. trying to figure out how to win this in some way because she doesn't have the physical ability to do so. Mm. And part of me is just kind of like, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it, guys. She lives in New York. The likelihood that a woman, a millennial woman in New York voted conservative or for law and order is almost zero. Mm. She likely, but, but you know what? I'm hoping it's stuff like this that wakes people like her up, right?
2: It's true.
1: That's what you hope for, but it never never seems to.
2: That's shape why the I don't reality. live there.
0: Yeah,
1: that's why I decide not to live in these places. We
0: we keep saying over and over, people should get out of New York City, get out of the cities and stuff. I mean, every day you see more and more people that can't leave, speaking up and saying things like, "I miss Rudy Giuliani." Like we saw that woman today, and, <laughs> yep. and you know the people that are on the uh, the subway are happy that the guy saved them because there are people that can't leave, and it's it's. You know, hard for some people to just be like, I got to up and, you know, if you got family or if you don't have a lot of money or whatever, there's a million reasons people could be attached to to a city. But when you hear the average person that's stuck and can't leave, start saying, I miss the guy that was the law and order guy that has also been basically lambasted for the past six, seven years in the in the media because he supported the wrong president you know when you've got all of that propaganda but new yorkers are still like i remember what it was like when giuliani was the was the mayor and i want that back you know you get people saying things like they want michael bloomberg back and that's that that's really the population speaking about what they want you know i, I can't imagine what it's like to be stuck there and i feel i feel terrible for the people they that are
1: they launched a GoFundMe me for her and uh i think she's going to be in for a rude awakening when GoFundMe bans their their, their fundraising effort because yeah. GoFundMe is the left and Give, Send, Go is the right. Mm. This woman, her family, they don't know what's going on. They don't understand. I would not be surprised if GoFundMe removes this because she is a racist white woman who tried stealing a bike from a black man and she's a Karen <clears throat> and then she's going to have to learn the hard way why she'll have to go. But but maybe not. Maybe Maybe GoFundMe allows it. I'd be surprised if they do, to be honest. She's raised four grand so far uh, of her $35,000 goal. Well, it's all. uh, Oh, go ahead.
3: ahead, ahead. Well, no. I mean, it's interesting how this is getting flipped around. (laughs) People are making the argument that her calls for help were insincere. Okay, but one person is actually committing a crime on camera here, and it's not her. So, why is she the person who all of the public attention is on? I also want to point out, because this was left out, and I also was not aware of this until I just learned this, she's also pregnant.
1: Six months pregnant. Mm -hmm. Yes, I said. Oh, you did. Okay, sorry. Totally went over my head. And so I'm saying, like, what when this young black man was was standing next to the bike and scanning it, this six months. Pregnant oh woman, yeah, that's right. Jumps onto the bike.
3: <laughs> Give me that, dude. These six-month <laughs> pregnant women stealing bikes from black men in New York is a real problem. It
1: happens every day. And, it's and, all the apparently, time. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, it was so shocking racist that Ben crimes. Trump had to get involved. Yeah, weaponizing their white black. woman what tears. They, like, what yeah. do they think is? I don't understand what they think is happening. Like, yeah. this pregnant woman tried taking a bike from this group of men.
3: Of <laughs> race no, a racist pregnant one because they brought race into it. She was using her white woman tears. A racist white woman. Like these, they, pre, these pregnant white women are victimizing minorities by stealing their bikes it just doesn't stop happening
1: are they are they saying that this pregnant white woman saw a group a group of young black teenagers walked up to them and said give me that bike yeah, and then jumped on it
4: right it's just wild to me that's what they're actually going for and
1: she had to prove her innocence Yeah, that's crazy. because the media was saying she made them unsafe because ben <laughs> crump called her racist unreal you know look man I I, 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 I I do you expect me to donate to her as well <laughs> like the, the penny thing i get they're trying to put him in prison you know what i mean they did try destroying this woman's life but this is why I said it before, and I'll say it again. At what point do, are these people in these cities? This is this, this is what they how they choose to live.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. I, I get it. We've gotta we've gotta win these fights. Maybe maybe the reason we donate to her is because we want people to see that if you know you, you will not be victimized by these 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 con artists. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the problem, right? I mean, you, you can donate to people who this kind of thing happens to, and I think that's a
3: good thing. But when the people who perpetrate the lies don't face any negative consequences it just keeps happening there's literally zero downside to spreading a lie like this
1: you know you know what i was thinking we were we were talking about um what were we talking about talking about history earlier and it's uh partly because the work we're doing in west virginia these are small towns and i was saying like any any story you've heard throughout history just imagine it with a hundred times less people because we're used to growing up in these big dense urban mm. environments or we see like a we see like a, a football game and there's 60,000 people and we're like wow so when you think back to the Coliseum, you're imagining this huge full Coliseum and the gladiators fighting it's probably a couple hundred people yeah like just a few hundred these great battles of history and we're imagining and it's like i think i think what was gettysburg like 10 15,000 or something like that oh no no there Way more, more
0: more people died at gettysburg than died in the entire vietnam war well, I, oh wow I, I, well
3: i knew that more um Americans died in uh, the Civil War. It was something like seven hundred thousand Americans died in the, the Civil War the, the, overall. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah,
0: more the, people died at Gettysburg than died in the whole Vietnam War. There was 000, fifty four thousand, fifty some thousand people died in Vietnam, and there was more people that died at the. At oh Gettysburg. wow, yeah, it was one hundred
1: sixty thousand people present at Gettysburg. was yeah, a lot of
0: people. A lot of people.
1: Wow. So okay, Gettysburg Civil War, was... Civil War excluded, but I was re- it was because I was like reading about some historical fight, and it was mentioning like this great battle, and there was a few hundred people fighting, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh wow. We, we, th- we think by today's standards, and maybe because of the Civil War, we assume there's way more people, but there were a lot less people before the 1900s, before the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, mm-hmm. before, the, before
0: the, you know, I mean, we, we talk about, oil, like, energy is life, and there's all this talk about, you know, limiting energy, and there's a lot of the green uh, initiatives and stuff. That's just going to cause mass death, because energy is life. If you look at a chart of world population, it's not just the Industrial Revolution, it's oil oil is so energy dense that once people discovered that oil could be used in all the things that it can be, the population on earth skyrocketed. I mean, it's like, it's literally like it makes Lance's uh, left-handed chart look ridiculous. I mean, it's straight up
1: <laughs> left-handed chart. Well,
3: so Colby, I'd like to ask, and obviously don't answer if this is not something you're public about, but uh, do you, or have you ever had to live in one of these blue places?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I had to live in Oregon for most of my life and you know, it wasn't as political. They didn't, you know, make it so, you know, so much division like there is today and and, and left versus right and trying to make it a white versus black thing to divide mm. this country more. So it was never like that until like a couple of years ago when Antifa started raiding it and, you know, it just became such a Democrat run state. So it was, it, this time and day is just so much different than, than it was, you know, a decade ago.
3: And so you, you you grew up there. Yeah. That must be really hard to see it fall apart.
2: Yeah, it's, it's really hard because I, I love that that state is such a beautiful, you know, state. Yeah. There's a lot of mountains, a lot of outdoor stuff to do. And, you know, that's where I was born and raised. And that's where all the hard work was put into, to get to where I am today, the top of the mountain of the UFC world. So, you know, I'll never go back now seeing it the way it's run. I'll never go back. I don't, I don't even go to visit, you know? <clears throat> so Yeah. It, somebody, somebody
1: did ask a good question. They said, why is it that on the receipt? The time is blurred out as if to imply that she went back later to find this bike I'll say two things. The first, I'll say a couple things. I have no idea. You want to pull this up? I have no idea why they uh, blurred the time on the receipt. That's the Daily Mail. But you wouldn't be able to find the bike. Like, if someone took the bike and then rode away with it, you don't know where it would end up. The other thing is, the New York Post says, The first receipt reviewed by the Post shows the bike was taken out before it was relocked one minute later, which Marino said is the bike seen in the video. The second receipt shows another bike being taken out a minute later, which is the bike she switched to. So the story was that when she was she she purchased the bike and tried to take it, they they pushed her back in and wouldn't let her leave with it, which is why the receipt says zero because it was it was uh, it was unlocked and then relocked right away. So that's the bike, and you can see the the number on the on the bike in question. But other than that, I have no idea where the Daily Mail. I'm 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 assuming it's the it looks like the Daily Mail is the one that redacted the uh, the timestamp on it for some reason. Hmm. Yeah, no idea yep very strange should we jump to the next law and order story <laughs> <laughs> all right here you Criminal go you guys ready system in uh, in the criminal justice system, stealing luggage from airports is, is considered, considered a speci- especially
3: heinous <laughs> in New York City. The members of the Biden administration who commit these crimes are given raises.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Former Biden nuclear official arrested as fugitive of justice in luggage theft oh case. Sam Britton stole bag from airports in Minnesota and Nevada in 2022. He probably stole a lot more than that.
6: Definitely. And
1: I don't they called him non-binary. I don't think it was non-binary. I think he's a kleptomaniac. And what he would do is he would steal their clothes and then wear them on camera because that gave him some kind of exhilaration. Like, this is what he would do. You can see here in these images, he's wearing the clothing he stole from these women. It, so- I, I don't think it's about wearing the women's clothing. I think it's about, imagine this. If you wore a suit, nobody would know there was a stolen suit. Yeah. You steal, you steal a suitcase, you find a suit, you put it on, you wear it on a show. And someone might be like, is that my suit? I can't tell. But then in the suitcase is a suit and is a frilly <laughs> fancy dress with moons on it and he's like this Just wants you to know he stole yeah, it no, for real he wants he wants to stand in front of everybody and scream this is a stolen outfit that i am wearing and smile as they clap for him Seems and healthy. That, that's what does it for him yeah that's Ooh. what that's that's what he gets and the biden administration is all about it
2: Man, that's some some sick fetish type stuff. <laughs> you can be weird, but, you know, just don't be weird around our kids. Don't be weird, mm. you know, in public. You know, do whatever you want to do. This is America. It's freedom of, you know, we have so many freedoms here. So do whatever you want to do behind closed doors. Just don't do weird stuff in public. and, and, and Don't, don't s- do weird
0: stuff with my luggage. Yeah, yeah.
2: right, right. That's all alone.
1: That's all we're asking is, like, leave the kids alone and, and don't break yeah. laws. Yeah, dude. Like, It's like too hard to ask when you get that
3: little slip (laughs) apparently. When you fly and get that little slip in your luggage that says you've been subjected to a random TSA search.
2: You can't find your dress.
3: You look on television, this guy's wearing it, you're like, wait a minute.
1: That's that's it's yeah. That's literally what happened. What what was he did? He was like a nuclear regulation guy. This is so weird. Like how why was he in the news? He wasn't like a prominent Admin, a like cabinet member. I mean, just because of his his non-binary status. He was like a Biden
0: that. appointment. I think he was. Uh,
3: I think he was a groundbreaking pick or something Former like that. It was a win for diversity, which makes
1: us stronger. Yeah. Former nuclear waste expert from the for the Department of Energy. They were like, he's non-binary. It turned out he was just some kind of like klepto-fetishist. <laughs> what would you call that? Kleptophilia. Something like that. Yeah, that's got to be arousal a thing. from stealing. Kleptophilia, people.
3: Kleptophilia. That's what they call Mr. Yeah. Steal Your Girl. You know what I mean? Ha 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 ha! Seamus.
0: I mean. I think um, if I understand correctly, the only reason that he got appointed is because he was, you know, they could, they could promote that they had a non-binary, a a member of the the new religion uh, in the uh, position.
3: Kleptolagnia, by the way. What? Kleptolagnia. Lagnia? That's a -A L-A-G-N-I-A.
1: What? What is that?
3: Yeah. That's what, uh, the state of being sexually aroused by theft. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. So I learned another term that shouldn't have to exist. Yeah. The other one We're we'll talk about in the, the members only world. show. Yeah.
1: we got a we got a we got a outrageous oh. members only show coming up here tonight, <laughs> having to do with a lot of stuff. If you follow me on Twitter, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't we don't we don't say such things on YouTube. No. I, I don't think I even said anything too egregious on Twitter. I guess, but we'll You save stated it. a fact. We'll, we'll, I, well, let's just we'll save it. Let's keep let's keep talking about the crazy guy who stole the clothes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What did he steal? He said he was ordered to pay over three thousand six hundred and seventy dollars to the owner of a bag. He stole some one of the
0: one of a kind stuff that some that a, a lady had made. She made her own clothes and stuff, and it was like expensive for her to make, and it was one of a kind. and And he jacked it. And then I think actually that yeah, the one on the right there that that uh, the red thing was was custom made.
1: Actually, no, maybe even the I think both of those I I think were custom made. He's wearing these one of a kind artistic modeling pieces. Mm-hmm. Like the clothing he's wearing was designed. He probably stole a bunch of bags and threw away all of the stuff from Coles and Old Navy. And then he finds the unique stuff and says, It's it's basically like returning to the scene of a crime. You know, like in the Mm -hmm. in the movies and the serial killer is like standing outside the police line smiling and staring and they're like, What's this guy doing? (laughs) He can't prove anything. What do you do? Like that's what he was trying to do. And I think it's it's like what was it? Was it was it King of the Hill or whatever? What show was it where, oh, no, a family guy did it where Lois is stealing everything because she gets excited from it. Oh, yeah. And then she, like, puts a cigarette out on her arm like, ah, I'm alive. <laughs> like, instead of skydiving or bungee jumping, this dude steals women's clothing and then wears it on TV. Lois does have an addictive personality. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Peggy Hill was a sociopath, like a yeah. serious. She's
3: like a narcissistic sociopath. Serious, right? yeah, yeah. She's very into
1: herself. That's an understatement. <laughs> she was an evil woman. That character, man. Oof. That's what inspires people like this, I guess, who go around stealing clothes.
4: Yeah, it's like this dude's from one of those shows, and it's just is real life. It's like a, it feels like a thing you'd see on family guy, but this is something that actually happened like numerous
1: times. <laughs> Yo, he was as part of an adult diversion, he was required to write a letter of apology, return stolen items to the victim, and complete 3 days of community service. Brenton also agreed to undergo a <laughs> mental health evaluation. Oh my gosh. Wow, cuz he was facing 5 years in jail. He had to pay 3670 bucks over a bag he stole in December from the Harry Reid International Airport. He was seen on surveillance footage with a stolen bag in July. At the time of his arrest in Vegas, the Biden admin said the incident and alleged crimes were, non-political, uh, were a non-political issue and refused to comment. In February 2023, a Houston-based fashion designer publicly accused him of stealing her bag from Reagan National Airport in 2018. Isa uh, Comson wrote on Twitter that she had lost a bag containing custom outfits after traveling to D.C., to display her designs at an event. After Brinton's thefts were reported by the media, Compson said she recognized her items in the images of Brinton, filed a complaint with police in Houston, and was subsequently contacted by the FBI. Well, at least they're doing something, I guess. <laughs> you know? <laughs> if anything, they're stopping this guy from stealing clothes. Yep. They're also suppressing information. But why? why, like, so if he already got arrested and charged, what's the current arrest for? He was uh, taken into custody May 17th at his home in Maryland at the request of the Metropolitan Washington Airport. He was taken to the Montgomery County Detention Center and held overnight in prep for an appearance before Judge Victor Delpino on May 18th, which was today. He is being held without bond. You know, that's like really close to here. Just no, like That's like a few miles away. Said,
3: can you imagine being a grown man and being forced to write an apology note? Just, <laughs> it's like worst thing i heard did you have to write it 50 times on a chalkboard <laughs> i will not steal women's luggage i will not steal women's luggage that's a tough
4: one man i just i, I can't wait for take, the next
3: take the prison time you know this, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. like i am so sorry for i mean it's like no, 30
1: 30 some odd miles away from here wow no, that's right. like that's like relatively close I guess we're super close to D.C., so it's not surprising. Yeah. So oh, that's the, right by, uh, it's right by, um, who's that member of Congress who uh, lied about me and everybody else on the January 6th committee, uh, Rat, Rat, Raskin. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're, they're, he's right by, right by there.
0: The, uh, fa- the designer that he uh, stole from, I can't pronounce that. Comson? 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 I don't know, that's what, it, is that what, is that... Asaya Comsen one. Yeah. And I mean she's still out there doing stuff and she she makes cool stuff, but man, he got himself into a pickle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> has anyone one of a kind has, stuff? Has, has anyone gone through any of his other photos and like trying to track try to track down yeah. like, his clothing? I think someone did actually. I think someone that's how they found some other stuff. No way. <laughs> yeah, they were like, Oh my at other gosh. Wow. Yeah. He definitely has more.
3: The adults are back in charge, as they say. <laughs> That's the
1: crazy thing. It's like the uh, that what they say is always the opposite. I know. The adults are back in charge, and they're clearly not. Pete Buttigieg isn't even. Oh, did you see that who, that 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 uh, article about Pete Buttigieg? That said oh, that he, yes. he, was, he was a genius. Yes. And a bunch what? of other crazy. I should pull this one up.
3: Do Did you guys remember in the 2016 election, like right towards the end there, right before it was time to vote? You got all of these people claiming, all these people in the media saying, Oh, yeah, like I know people who worked with Hillary. They said she's super nice. It was all, it was like, that's really weird that this is the first time I'm ever hearing it. And I heard it like five times on the radio in the last week.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, look, the, the media has been in bed with the, the Democrats and with the, you know, the Clintons and, and probably the Obamas and stuff for the better part of at least a decade. Yeah. So for them to just say, Oh, hey, this is the person that we endorse and and run propaganda another thing there was a there was a law that prevented the the federal government from propagandizing the american people and that was repealed in one of the ndaas when when uh, barack obama was in office i think it was like 2011 or something like that but there used to be a law that said the government cannot propagandize the american people that law gets repealed in the ndaa next thing you know social media companies are Doing their best to shove whatever the Democrat Party wants down people's throats. And actually, they feel obligated to, right? I mean, probably.
3: And because they well, no, they, they felt so bad that Trump got elected. They just needed to make sure something like that didn't happen again.
1: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot
3: games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at
1: 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW revoid void. Were prohibited by law. See terms and
3: conditions 18 plus. Done.
1: Yeah. I blame CNN. Yeah. Jeff Zucker. Oh, among mm-hmm. other things. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they were so obsessed with him. They did us all the favor and gave him free $5 billion in free press coverage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so now they're terrified. Their ratings are lower than Newsmax because they don't seem to get it. If you want to be a member of the cult, you got to be a full fledged member of the cult. Yep. But you can't try and be a cult member and a journalist because then they don't. Though. When, but 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 they had Donald Trump on a town hall. Mm. They had the front runner for the Republican Party on TV and they they debated him. <laughs> and that was not good enough. Yeah. yeah. And so they're losing audience members for doing so. Yeah. They that look, CNN, you want to be in the cult, be in the cult if CNN reported real news, they would have tremendous ratings. Could you imagine if yeah. the entire time CNN existed, they were pushing back on Russiagate lies? They were saying like, these, these reports are not true. There's no evidence to suggest it. Then people would be watching them. And all they had to compete with Fox
0: News. All they had to do was tell the truth, right? Like you could tell an unbiased truth, like factual story. The The way that Donald Trump was covered for his entire presidency, once he got into office, If you covered any other president in the same way Mm. with that much negative press, you're going to have a population that believes that he is evil because the average person doesn't spend the time necessary and they shouldn't. Honestly, they should go out and do things with their lives and live their lives, yeah. but they don't spend the time necessary to really dig down and be like, well, this isn't true that they said, and that isn't true. There's so many people that still to this day believe that Donald Trump, uh, the very fine people lie about the the yeah. um, Unite the Right rally, the way that he was talking about it. I, There's still people that believe that. And that's
1: probably what your average low information voter thinks. I want to read uh, for everybody this uh, Wired article on Pete Buttigieg. Titled Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg loves God, beer and his electric Mustang. Sure, the U.S. Secretary of Transportation has thoughts on building bridges, but infrastructure occupies just a sliver of his voluminous mind. Oh, God. This is, um, I'm going to read this for you so you can understand the depravity of the American corporate press. And when Michael Malice says the corporate press is the enemy of the people, you'll understand why after I read you two paragraphs. I hope you guys are ready. And please don't be mad at me for having to read this to you. You, you, you need to hear it. <laughs> The curious mind of Pete Buttigieg holds much of of its functionality in reserve, even as he discusses railroads and airlines down to the pointless data that that is his current stock and trade. The U.S. Secretary of Transportation comes off like a Mensa black card holder who might have a secret go habit or a three second Rubik's Cube solution or a knack for supplying off the top of his head the day of the week for a random date in 1404, along with a non condescending history of the Julian and Gregorian calendars. As Secretary Buttigieg and I talk in his underfurnished corner office one afternoon in early spring, I slowly became aware that his cabinet job requires only a modest portion of his cognitive powers. Other mental faculties, no kidding, are apportioned to the Iliad, Puritan historiography, what? and Nosgard's Spring, though not in the original Norwegian. Fortunately, he was willing to devote yet another apse. In his cathedral mind to making his ideas about three mighty themes, okay. neoliberalism, masculinity, and Christian, Christianity intelligible to me. He is being worshipped as if he is holy. thats <laughs> That is, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's like, that's the
0: way that they you'd approach like a, a cardinal or like that's the way a Catholic would approach a cardinal or Seamus, right? well in what way well like, to, well, like to, to saying the, uh, all these nice things Well, to be so
1: but depends, so depends so on, on the cardinal but no, no. <laughs> <laughs> when I, well, I
3: mean there, there's like there's a respect that's due to authority figures but the this is obviously like the media just trying
0: to worship somebody because he's their guy right but it's like, when, uh, to when, me when, it comes off as he's it's like the the religious aspect they're they're saying that he's a pure holy representation of their religion i think they're
1: trying to date him <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I think they're when, I when I, um, this, when, when <laughs> I when I saw this <laughs> thirsty when i when i saw the
1: excerpts posted on twitter i thought i was reading babylon beer the onion like to say that he's uh w- w- what did they say he was willing to devote yet another apps in his cathedral mind to make these themes intelligible to me i'm like that's not real is it
4: mm, none of it know. none of it was realistic this is just like they just said that this is what it's like this is what he seems like that he's he seems like he'd have a men's card. He seems like have, none of it's actually real. It's just the biggest puff piece. I've Are they met. trying
1: to prop him up for 2024? I hope <sighs> not. Who do they have? I mean, the Democrats they... have anybody?
4: Actually, you know what? They should do that because then he's... he will he will not do so well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I strongly believe that it that it's the LGBTQ AI plus religion. And he <laughs> is looked at as holy. Because no, he, he's, he's not.
1: They hate him. Well, no, he is no, a they, says they, white the, man.
0: Yeah, the, the the real devout dude, but the 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 loosely devout, like the people that would be in the media, not the people that are like the, the theorists that are writing the books and stuff, but the the initiated, but not the the thought leaders, they're the ones that would be like, Oh, Pete Buttigieg, he's a member of the LGBT community. We want to put him in a position where he where we want to have him in this good light because he's an authority, et cetera. So
1: here you go. Buttigieg, whose father was a renowned Marxist scholar. Oh, he's Pete Buttigieg's <laughs> father
0: listen, Pete Buttigieg's for? father is the guy that translated Antonio Gramsci's prison notebooks, which oh. outlined uh outlined cultural Marxism in enti- in its entirety. The idea that Marxists needed to infiltrate infiltrate the Western countries in media and in the um in the in the the culture before getting into the government. That was all Antonio Gramsci written about in in the twenties when he was in um an italian prison the guy was an albanian uh communist it's he's the guy that uh, and buddha father was the guy that translated it all he's wow. a total marxist they're yeah,
6: all commies crazy. everywhere so is this like
1: a young avengers kind of thing where the marxists are they're you know we got to get his kid well
3: it's also <laughs> interesting like they do this right often and i i, I can't remember who said this initially but uh r mcintyre says this they like to skin your religion alive and then like wear its skin as a suit suit. and so this whole idea that Pete Buttigieg is this devout religious man when he's promoting homosexuality and he's a Christian who cares a lot about God well it's interesting in one of the debates he referenced that like oppressing the poor and defrauding workers are very serious sins and it's true that those are among four sins that are listed as sins that crowd to heaven for vengeance and one of those other four is something that Pete Buttigieg is very
1: proud of doing is all I'll say Mm-hmm. because yeah i i think it's fair to say in any context they take the religion i think it was uh, uh tucker carlson who was he talking about the what what was the what was remember tucker carlson said they're not a religion anymore they're not even christian it's
3: like a oh oh i think
1: uh, <laughs> episcopalians yeah, yeah, probably yeah yeah <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah <laughs> but the, but the yeah, point yeah. is <laughs>
1: Ooh, yeah. consistently arguing Shots that <sighs> what they're doing is in line with what the Bible says for mm-hmm. whatever reason they decide that it's in line with what the Bible says. Yeah. There's a lot they, of people they, who have done that for a very long time.
3: For sure. But, but they, I mean, they're, I'm not, not the referring to the left.
1: No, no, I I get what you're saying.
3: I get what you're saying. And I wouldn't disagree with that at all. Um, and political leaders for all of history have tried to use religion as a skin suit, so to speak, right? We're going to hollow out the actual norms and values, but we're going to take the parts of it that we like and we're going to you know, promote those and then try to use this veneer of religiosity to suggest that we're devout and serious people who care about morality to the public. I mean, do you think Pete Buttigieg cares a whole lot about morality? I don't think He's deeply concerned. Do you you think he's like a really good guy who stays up late at night thinking about real moral problems and how to solve them?
1: I don't think he thinks about any of the stuff we talk about. No. I think he was offered a do nothing job. They said, drop out of the race and endorse Biden and we'll give you a cushy job. You'll get paid. You got to do anything. And he's like, Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. And then they appoint him transportation secretary, and then a the train blows up and they're like, Where's Booty Judge? And he's like he gets a phone call. It's like it says White House on his phone, and he's like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Where are you at?" And he's like, "Too busy at trying home? to breastfeed my new kid." <laughs> I'm watching. I'm watching reruns of X Files, and they're like, "You need to come in because everyone's mad." And he's like, "You told me I didn't have to do any work." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. oh well, you know, you gotta, you gotta put on the hard hat and come out of here for a little bit. That's what he did. Wear the the uh, the vest, orange vest. Yeah. yeah How many around. diehard Buteguez supporters do you think there are in the
2: MMA or <laughs> the UFC? <laughs> Probably slim to none.
3: <laughs> all right, well, interesting,
2: okay. There are, so there, there are woke people, one. but not that woke, maybe. So there might be yeah. one.
3: Yeah,
1: there might there be
2: not be one. That woke. Like, yeah. The
3: journalists probably all love them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I wonder if I wonder if th- something like this exists, this article, because they need to lay on the gravitas right now. They're in desperate need of a candidate for 2024. They have no one. They tried Buttigieg last time. Clearly does not work. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing a long storied career with articles popping up saying good things, they cram it all into one. He's a Mensa genius who graces me because they need something. I mean, who are they going to run? Biden? I don't even know if Biden's going to be around. I'm trying to be mean, but mm. you no, know, seriously, yeah. like he's well past. The, how old is he right now? 79. Like, yeah. I, think, 70, he's I think he's at like 80,
2: 81, maybe. Is he 81? 80, he's like 81, yeah
1: let's take a look at Joe no, Biden
0: by idea. Joe Biden now is 79 he'll be 80 he'll be like 83 80 right? he's 80 80 years old
1: 80 bro. years old yeah, yeah uh, November 20th
0: 1840, uh, <laughs> yes, it <was> <laughs> 1840.
1: <laughs> I did say 18 and I said November 20th 1942 <laughs> 1842. You know what? I'm gonna be honest. Here's the thing. This Pete Buttigieg
3: headline loves God. I mean doesn't keep the commandments. Uh beer prop maybe Bud Light. Maybe Bud Light. Uh, Electric Mustang. That's gotta be the lamest Mustang I ever heard of. Yeah. True.
1: The whole thing is. I just
3: fact checked that entire article.
0: The the, the (laughs)
1: voluminous mind. The real the reason they're doing that that is Voluminous What? How do you pronounce that? Voluminous? Voluminous? Voluminous.
0: There's a lot of, it means
1: big. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> it's a voluminous mind. I feel like
0: that the whole thing is just, you know, a continuation of the propaganda that the, the government now is just shoving down people's throats. I really think a lot changed after the NDA uh, was signed that allowed the government to propagandize people. I mean, it was the perfect time with social media being. You know, in everyone's pocket right about that time, you know, everyone on social media, everyone has a was had a cell phone by then. Um, And I think that most people that that have the normie opinions, you know, unfortunately, they're unwittingly they've unwittingly been completely propagandized by the most sophisticated propaganda apparatus ever invented. It's literally in your it's literally people that choose to be propagandized they find their tribes to the think the the things that they the people that they tend to align with most and then they're just shoved the same you know stories that that basically give them the dopamine hit that they're looking for all the time
4: yeah just constant reaffirmation of the things you believe mm-hmm.
1: yeah we're done we solved all the problems we we whenever there's ever a quiet moment on the show it's like well that's it we just we've solved everything we, we yeah. did fix it yeah. we, we've we fixed everything we've exactly. we've got nothing left to talk about but Pete Buttigieg and that guy who stole those ladies clothes
0: I think we should talk <laughs> about the fact that Barack Obama knew about the, the steel dossier being Clinton uh, garbage and yes that, tell uh, us more about that <laughs> well I mean Barack Obama did you were know say,
3: by the way I thought you were going to say that Barack Obama knew that this guy was stealing luggage <laughs> <mortgage>, and
0: <laughs> wearing women's clothing he might have known about that too <laughs> but you Uh, Barack Obama knew that the Senate dossier was crap. Uh, Bring me some clothes. He was sending the DOJ to hassle (laughs) uh, President Trump before he was in office. And then as soon as when once President Trump was in office, the DOJ continued to investigate all based on all phony charges. They should all go to jail. They should all be tried. We can talk about that all night long.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think is going to happen next year? Uh, They're saying Ron DeSantis is going to announce he's running for office Mm. next week.
2: I think Ron DeSantis needs to worry about finishing his job in, in Florida. He started a lot of things there, you know, with the Disney, the legal immigration. You need to finish what you start, man. You got unfinished business over in Florida. It's not his time either. He's, like, he's
1: termed out though, isn't he? Is he? I, I think he just... What's, what is he on? Like, you get two terms. Yeah, is that eight right? years, right? Is it eight years?
2: I think so. I yeah, so.
1: maybe right. I'm looking it up. Uh, let's see, you can be elected every four years, and, uh, you're not allowed to serve consecutive terms, mm. blah, 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 so what does that mean? Uh, there's a two, there's a term limit? I don't know. Uh, every four years, there's no lifetime limit on the number of times he or she may be elected. Oh, okay, so no, that's not true. No, no, yeah, two, two consecutive terms, term limit. Oh, man. So, he's got one more, and he just got elected last, it was, it was, uh, last year, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so okay so he's got four more years Yeah. he's got a lot of work to do I think he's doing a great job there was a list from uh, his his team about all of the policies he's passed and it's just like slam dunk after slam dunk Mm -hmm. so
3: yeah well with the term limit thing I mean one problem I have with that is the scumbag politicians are basically all the same and there's a lot of them so I, I don't know how much term limits really help there but when you get someone who's actually good which is so remarkably rare they end up getting term limited out and then they can't keep serving Term
0: limit, term limits, or or term limits should be on the bureaucracy. Yeah. So if you're if you're appointed, uh, you know, FBI, head of FBI, or if you're in CIA or whatever, any of the bureaucracy uh, positions should have like you know eight years or whatever. Then you have to get out. Yeah. Because the 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 bureaucracy is really where the the administrative state in you know has all of its power. It makes rules that have the effect of law without actually being voted on by the Congress or by the Senate or anything. So it's totally independent lawmaking. Mm -hmm. So I I think that the the, the bureaucracy is our biggest problem.
1: Marjorie Taylor Greene filed to impeach Joe Biden again today. Fully back this. (laughs) By
3: the way, well, I want to, I, can we just pull up the DeSantis, I, I want to ask the you what? a few more questions. We'll pull up the DeSantis thread a little bit because he had. Oh, do it. Yeah, are. no, no, I, I just want to ask you. So I think I, I mostly agree with you, right? Like I like what DeSantis is is doing in Florida. And we were talking to Don Jr. about this yesterday. I would like to see Trump go back into the Oval Office. I think it'd be incredible if he's able to do for, so and just go scorched earth on the deep state and all the the people they, that uh, attacked him. Mm-hmm. Do you think, I mean, how would you feel about like a a DeSantis Trump ticket if something like that were possible? Do you think that DeSantis should strictly stay in Florida if there were, or if there was an opportunity for him and Trump to work together, would you be in favor of that?
2: I mean, I'd definitely be in favor of it if there, if there was that opportunity, but Mm -hmm. you could tell that DeSantis doesn't want to take a back seat. He feels like entitled, like he's America's governor right now. Like he's, he's not ready for the national stage. You know, Donald Trump will walk circles around him in a political debate. So You know, I I think Carrie Lake would be a great, you know, Mm. vice president uh, candidate for for Trump. You know, she she's a very smart uh, intellectual lady. So I think that would be the right candidate. I think, you know, we still got unfinished business in Florida. You know, we need to, you know, all the policies that he's doing, he needs to finish that. And, you know, we need Trump back in office. Obviously, his policies worked and, you know, inflation was at an all time low. You know, our economy was booming. You know, our borders were secure. We America was first. And, You know, I think that DeSantis is controlled opposition. I think he is. Really? I do think he is, yeah.
1: But he's doing such good things. You know what I mean? It's like you're getting all these things that you want in Florida. If it's controlled opposition, they're just giving us everything we want. Maybe, but a but is it to er- is it, it's to earn the trust of the people yeah. so that when he runs, if, if people he was, believe it.
6: Could be it? Yeah, I,
1: I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I just think Trump's the guy for it now. I, I DeSantis, definitely agree with that. Maybe next time around.
3: Yeah, I I, th- I think I can agree with that. It's it's a complicated one, but I, I lean in that direction. I Dude. lean in that direction. And I think that um, we were talking about this yesterday. Trump, he, you know... He eats every politician. He's on stage with alive. Like it, it's yeah. impossible to come out of an interaction with him looking good. It almost never happens if, if you're arguing. I don't. I don't and think. I, I would hate to see him go up against DeSantis because I do think DeSantis is doing great things in Florida, and I do think Trump would absolutely shred him if the two of them got on I stage think, together.
1: I think Trump I did I do. not do that well against Biden. Well, he
3: struggled with that because Biden. Yeah. Here, because here's the thing. Biden is a sad old man with dementia. So <laughs> you don't shred him the way you shred other politicians. You just let him talk. Trump didn't yeah. do that, and that was his biggest mistake in those debates. He yeah, should have no. just let Biden talk, but he didn't. He kept interrupting him. Well, and there, it, did, it, it, didn't it didn't go well for him because if you just let Biden talk, he ends up sounding like an idiot all by himself.
2: He was, was also two-on-one, you know? If Chris Wallace was throwing softballs to Biden, then he's mm-hmm. giving him all the yeah. tough questions to Trump. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he was tagged. That's
0: been that way since uh, since the the Mitt Romney and, and uh, Barack Obama Election.
6: debate when, yeah,
0: debate. when uh, Romney said something true and then the, the moderator corrected Romney. <laughs> said, yeah, it's false, but no, it was, he was, he was right. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Moderators have been sticking their nose in for in oh, yeah. the better part of a decade.
1: I think one of the issues though, is that uh, when you've got someone like Jeb Bush and Trump's roasting him, it's funny yes. when, when Joe Biden gets roasted, it's sad Well, it's kind of funny, too. But the difference is when Joe
3: Biden is on stage with you and, you know, just allowing him to speak is going to make him look dumber than any insult you could throw at him, then you just got to let the guy speak.
1: It's like the Babylon Bee competing with reality. It's tough. Exactly. Exactly.
3: (laughs) No, but that's that's the actual that's a a great way of putting it. That's the actual approach when you're talking with Joe Biden with Hillary Clinton. You know, the moderators in those debates were also in Hillary's favor and on her side, and they were trying Mm. to gang up on Trump, but he smoked her. He smoked her. Mm-hmm. It was, a, it was a, a thing to behold. And we just didn't see it as well with Biden because I think there's a different strategy needed there. But and I, I also think at that time with everything the Deep State was doing and all the insane impeachment trials, you can't blame him for having them thrown off his A-game.
1: And I, I do want to say too, the Babylon Bee often does write fact-based headlines. And I'm not exaggerating. They'll write something where the story will be, you know, politician signs bad policy. And then they'll... Write the story, but in 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 a context mocking what they did, so it's still technically the truth, you know. Like it's hard to think of an example off the top of my head, but they'll write something like you know, politician signs a bill that every Americans hate, and it's like, well, they they did, like that literally happened, and you're making fun of it, but you're telling us the truth about what happened. They do that a lot, and then not to mention, not to mention, they have that spreadsheet of all the predictions they've made that have come true. <laughs> Or I should say all the satirical articles they've written that have turned out to be Mm -hmm. and that have come true eventually. Yep. That's crazy.
3: Dude, I mean, it happens. Well, look, we don't have news these days, only reruns, right? It's just the same cycles keep appearing over and over and over again.
4: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
5: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time.
1: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, it's a look, it's hard not prediction. Well, we were. Uh, I went to a diner today, and they were playing... Uh, what's that song sugar ray someday someday when my life has passed me by and i just i heard it and then i said to everybody i was like do you know how old this song is what is it like 1994 or something Mm. i'm like that would be like being a kid as a millennial and some and you go to a restaurant and they're blasting music from the early 60s Mm. to us that sounds kind of like a weird thing like 60s music blasting you know we play contemporary music and maybe some 80s 60s was like the oldies. Now you go, you go to a restaurant, you go somewhere and they're playing music from the nineties as Mm -hmm. if it's like modern music. And then, uh, we were talking about how you can look at furniture, you can look at appliances and know what decade it's from, Mm -hmm. not modern stuff
3: interesting like what after 2010 or something after the 2000s uh,
1: like late 90s and on time just froze i will say there was there was a kind of unique
3: aesthetic in the early 2000s where everything was kind of bubbly and curvy it was was this weird Mm -hmm. little post 90s aesthetic that existed for a little while but after that i think everything got this combination of like straight edge with some slight curve to it and it's pretty much stayed there like is that when the
1: ai took over or the aliens or something
3: (laughs) (laughs) well like hold on let me look at
1: you're checking to see when the aliens took over.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Google. I'm going to see if Snope has an answer. It's <laughs> 2012. An answer for me. <laughs> it's 2012. The uh, the end of the Aztec calendar, I think, it was.
1: My, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's just action. when, like, that like we were only programmed by the simulation to go this far.
0: You notice that's so, when, that's when, that's when, like, what was it? I think over half people on earth It was earth market had a, saturation. Had a, yeah. yeah. Like, had a what? Mar- had a it was phone.
4: market saturation, basically market saturation of cell phones. was like end of 2012, beginning of 2013. And that coincided with, if you remember, remembers, December 2012 was when the Mayans predicted that there would be the beginning of a new era, not the Aw- awa- end of the Awakening. World. Right. They yeah. believed
1: that everybody would be able to understand each other's thoughts. Right. Yeah. and then, i was told that like in the early 2000s or whatever they're like everyone's gonna be psychic and i'm like what <laughs> yeah and then i looked back on it and i was like twitter that's yeah, why elon wanted mm-hmm. it they're fighting over the, the the you know the oh the genesis device the, yeah. the nexus device wow let's go to super chats if you haven't already would you kindly smash that like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends become a member at timcast.com we're gonna have a members only uncensored show coming up for you at about 10 10 p.m it's gonna be fun Oh, one's gonna get gonna get dark, I it's guess. Because um, the culture war episode for tomorrow has been canceled, and we'll explain why in the members only show, where uh-huh. we talk about things that we don't say on YouTube.
2: David Toronto says, "Colby, destroy Leon Scott." I will, my brother, for Forgotten God and country, and you know the Trump movement. I'm a, I'm gonna drop maga bombs on this dude's face and bring this title back to America where it belongs. Ye, yeah. hell yeah. S.A.
1: Federale says, I think you're too hard on Snowden. Greenwald and Poitras have maintained they got specific instructions not to indiscriminately publish or jeopardize anyone active. What you say about Snowden's trove is more true for Manning. It's true for Manning. But the thing about Snowden is that I believe in an interview with it might have been uh, Colbert or John Oliver, I'm not sure, where he admitted to not actually going through the files and he did not know what was in the files he was releasing. So I'm not saying he was right or wrong. I'm saying Julian Assange is a journalist. People send him information. He publishes it. Whistleblowers come to me, publishes it. He, that's it. They're trying to accuse him of colluding or conspiring or something. that's not an American. Edward Snowden is a leaker. He took a trove of documents and he leaked them to journalists. I am not giving a moral prescription or, 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 or anything. Like that. I'm just saying that's what he did. There's a difference. So you, you can be happy with what he did. I think he revealed a lot of really important stuff about how they're spying on us and lying and, and the you know, X-key score, all those things. Very, very important information that was revealed. But I think understanding the distinction between leaking and being a journalist, it's an important thing. Mm-hmm. Again, if you want to pardon Snowden, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I think he should be pardoned. But my attitude is more like, yeah, okay, no, I get it. Julian Assange, ab- a- absolutely be pardoned. All right, Wayback says, Yo, Colby, when is your next fight? Leon doesn't seem to want to fight you.
2: Yeah, it's uh you know, I've been talking to the UFC. He turned down a home date in London, UK where he's from, you know, he doesn't believe in his people and he doesn't believe they deserve a pay-per-view world title fight. So, now it's looking like August or September the fight's going to go down. He's got nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. So, this fight's going to happen 100% for the undisputed UFC world title and wow. uh it's going to be it's going to be big. What does it what does it look like for you in between these big fights? Just training all the time? Yeah, my lifestyle, you know, I'm training 24/7 365. I'm training twice Twice a day, six days a week. Wow. Yeah. How does that work? Do you, do you though? Are you sparring with people and fighting? Um. Usually we don't do the sparring to like training camps, you know, just because it's a lot of wear and tear on the body when, yeah. when you're sparring hard, like fighting someone physically. So, you know, usually I'm just training more like techniques, like working on my, my punches, working on my kicks, working on my wrestling jiu-jitsu and just making sure my techniques and are, are, you know, world class.
1: Are there? Uh, I'm sure a lot of people who are who are big big fans and and know the stuff better than I do probably already know. But are there specific um, martial arts or styles that you prioritize, or that fighters tend to prioritize?
2: Yeah, I think the, the like
1: most... Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or something?
2: Yeah, like I would say American wrestling. That's the most prevalent. Really? Yeah, martial art. That's the best martial art because if you're a wrestler, like it's already in someone's head, like I don't want to go to the ground. So even the best strikers, they don't want to do too much because they don't want to get taken to the ground and get their face punched in. And then the Jiu-Jitsu fighters are like, oh, how are we going to get the rest of the ground? We're just going to get punched in the face. So Oh, wow. American wrestling. That's American the best, wrestling. best way for martial arts. Wow, that's yeah.
1: cool. All right, we'll grab some more Super Chats. Raymond Field says, what's the GoFundMe for the pregnant lady? I think her name was, uh, what was it, Sarah Comrie? Uh, was that it? It's something Comrie, C-O-M-R-I-E. Yeah. The line says, congrats on having the next UFC welterweight champion on, Tim. Much love, Chaos. Much love, Chaos.
2: Much love, brother. Appreciate the support. And and uh, more congratulations to me. to get to be on, you know, the TimCast podcast, you guys. One of the smartest people alive, so it's an honor to hear him talk and and get some knowledge from him today.
1: Well, we'll we'll have we'll have a lot of fun in the members only for sure. <laughs> Raymond G Stanley Jr. says, "Tim, I wanted to do a banger of a super chat. I wanted to do real hard work, but ow, owie, ouchie, wawa." He's <laughs> quoting my video. Seamus, <laughs> we synced up, bro. We synced up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That is a reference to the newest cartoon we put up on men getting their periods. If you guys want to go over to Freedom Tunes and check that out, it was Last a fun night. one.
1: Last night, after we wrapped the show, Seamus is like, "Tim, I need you to." We weren't like able to. F- we,
3: we weren't able. The, the The animation got done too late. We weren't. Oh, able to we couldn't the do voice it. I said, "I know we couldn't." Smash oh, that's the what, voice. I know it, what Tim I know. was originally did the voice, but we literally we ran late on production and like couldn't get it in. Seamus only said.
1: lets me voice uh, Doctor Fauci. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll we we'll have a couple ideas for things that we're gonna... Only
1: only Doctor Fauci. Uh... <laughs> oh, let's grab some more. Joe Mallet says, "BJJ purple belt." can't understand this i'm often in rougher chokes also holding a choke for 15 minutes is exhausting he wasn't holding it for 15 minutes um is that that what they were claiming it was 15 minutes i thought i read that somewhere that didn't seem to make like i don't know what do you think that makes sense holding someone down for 15 minutes not
2: make any sense in a choke. maybe like 15 seconds Yeah. yeah 15 minutes no way
1: and in the video you can see he's got a it's like a fairly tight choke
2: yeah. So, really yeah, controlled.
1: and then and then he and then you see him get up and he they flip the guy over they put him in the recovery position. The dude's moving. Um, look, I'm not I'm not saying anybody did anything perfect. My view is, if you're if you're like a big dude and you don't know any technique and someone is threatening to kill people and you just decide you're going to hit them because you got to stop them. You know they're they're like getting aggressive and you're going to try and subdue them and you subdue them in the only way you know how. And it results in seriously hurting them. I'm like, well, I'm not going to blame the victims. Right. Like, if you, if the only method you have is what you have, and you try, like, I'm not, it's not, it's not your fault. You know, I, I don't know. I think it's ridiculous.
4: Do, have you, have you ever seen like anything like this happen where it's been a serious injury beyond the fact, like, just beyond like you know, you said earlier, they're they're out and they're up again. Have you seen it ever take longer than that, like where they're out and they're
2: really messed up for like you know they have serious brain damage, etc. No, I've never seen that. Usually when they're out and go unconscious, you know, like 10, 20 seconds later, they'll wake up and they'll be completely fine. So that's what tells me there's definitely some foul play going right. on. And the guy had some things in his system that we don't know about. And we need to get some more facts about it before we start pointing the fingers. Right. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Legamas says, as neo-Maoists, the woke want us to be scared <laughs> not to join their cultural revolutionary anarcho-tyranny. Hence, everyone there is blamed for not stopping the Marine. Neely, BLM, Drag Queens Antifa, and all are engaged in the sacred dismantling of the unjust society.
0: It is neo Maoism that is a yeah, astute exactly what observation. It is. Yeah, because
4: it <laughs> includes that whole uh, the struggle sessions. You know, yep.
0: Yeah. They're struggle struggling, sessions? my girl Taylor Swift today. Yeah, what well, were they really? Uh, yeah, what happened? She's dating some dude that made bad jokes, and the yeah. the Swift the lefty Swifties are all like, "Taylor, you can't."
1: I'm like, "Shut up and leave Taylor alone." The lefty Swifties. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> which is probably like, 99, but she hates 99. Trump, doesn't she? She had that viral video where she was like, "But it's never, you know, it's never enough." No, you it's know not. it's never enough. What do you mean? It's never enough. No, I'm saying she, she had a video from a long time ago where she was saying that she wanted to speak out against Trump or something like that.
3: No, I know, but I'm
1: saying... Or it kind of sounded like she was trying to speak up in in favor of
3: Trump. Like, you can be on the left, but if they find one little thing that's out of whack, if you're not she, perfectly she, obedient to the cause, then she said, you're the that, devil, You're you're an evil, evil person. She said
1: something like, he might lose, but at least I can say I tried. Did she really? Yeah, and it implied, like, she wanted to speak up in support of Trump. Wow, I haven't mm. heard that. Yeah, I don't know. You gotta pull up the video because I'm like, it seem, like people were like people were saying she hated Trump. She was anti-Trump. Wow. And conservatives will still support her and ignore this. But then she said something like, He could still lose, but at least I tried, or something like that. Hmm. I'm like, it sounds like she's saying she wants to speak up to support him and that if he loses, well at least she tried to get him elected. Right. Yeah, now, are you looking it up?
3: Well, here's the thing. The first article I found was Taylor Swift is 100% right about Donald Trump from CNN. Oh. So, <laughs> so yeah. I When's assume it <laughs> she was
1: against uh, 2018. It was, a, it was a viral clip that was going around I, I, recently. I'm just
3: curious what like insightful public policy prescriptions uh, Taylor Swift had about what Donald Trump was doing in the Oval Office. So I want to read through this.
1: Gabriel Lopez says crime, open borders, and inflation aren't problems that progressives are trying to solve. But weapons they are wielding, are in McIntyre.
3: <laughs> so I just went at the beginning of this article. When pop megastar Taylor Swift criticized GOP candidates in her home state of Tennessee and urged people to vote for their Democratic opponents, Donald Trump responded that he now liked Taylor Swift's music, quote, about 25%
1: less, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> Only 25% I know. Less. He's,
3: he's an honest man. He's like, look, 75%, I still do enjoy it. I, I really do. <laughs> if he's like...
1: that. That one where you're saying, you know, you need to calm down. I really enjoy it. Quite frankly, I song is a slamming screen door. I do feel that way. <laughs> Cosmic Surgeon says, I shared Tim's tweet on Patriots.Win, and it's been been hot all day. Currently 1,606 upvotes. Thanks, Tim. Nice. Well, it was kind of a derivative of that... Um, that John Die joke, I think his name is, is it John Die? I hope I'm not getting his name wrong. It long. is John Die. yeah. Okay, where he said, if Lizzo is so beautiful, how come women get, get offended when I say you look like Lizzo? <laughs> so and then I tweeted, start complimenting liberal women by saying they look like Dylan Mulvaney or Lizzo.
3: <laughs> well, there's a the thing, I saw, I saw this forever ago on Twitter and it was killing me. This guy was saying, I tell left-wing women on Twitter, I, I just DM them and say them that they're like very a very beautiful trans woman and they get upset. Why would they get upset? <laughs> right. Like the, the, the thing I mean, is with the be thing out, is with, be with fine with, with it. it it's a compliment.
1: The Lizzo joke hits the nail on the head with the hammer. Yeah. They're lying. Yeah. They're they're doing this thing where they're they're like, it's it's like a trope from old movies where they're like, oh no, you're pretty. No, I'm ugly. No, you're pretty. And like they don't really think it. Mm-hmm. They're just yeah. saying these things.
4: Yeah, it, it feels like a Monty Python bit almost. <laughs>
1: All right. <laughs> it does. So uh we did talk about this, but Paul. Uh, Taskalo says, "Ask Colby if he's aware that under certain state laws, his hands are considered deadly weapons. As a trained professional fighter, does that make you worry about protecting yourself?"
2: Yeah, definitely. That's that's why I kind of keep myself out of a lot of situations. You know, I don't go to bars. I don't I don't go to a lot of public places. I kind of I live a very sheltered life. You know, I go to the gym and I go home, and you know, I I don't really engage in going out in public too much because i already know people are going to try and get a reaction out of me because they know i'm a professional fighter and they know if i touch them they can just sue me so yeah i never put myself in in those positions
1: try and try and get some fame or something out of it some pr yeah. stunt
2: some fame or just crazy suing because it's a, they know we're lethal weapons and if we touch them you know they, they know we make good money so they could just come after us
1: There's this old viral video from like 20 years ago where there's a professional fighter backing away with his hands up and these like four guys are like yelling at him and waving their fingers and then they run at him and then he just puts his fist up and he goes one, two, three, four and then he just keeps, as he's backing away and they're charging him and they all just go down and then he puts his hands up like nah, like stop dude (laughs) it was an awesome, awesome video people might know which one I'm talking about it's funny to watch like the dude who knows how to fight is begging you not to fight him yep (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to go there, man. Yeah. All right, I'll grab
0: some you more. Yeah, if people realize exactly how tiring getting into fights, like after two two rounds of rolling, I'm done. I'm i I maybe I'm, my cardio is bad, and and yeah. like I said, I'm I'm a white belt, so it's not like I'm some kind of fighter or anything, but man. That stuff just tuckers you right
1: dude, out. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg could beat you up. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that you saw that? Yes. That's brutal. Yeah, he won. He, didn't he win like a gold or something what like you, that? Oh, yeah. he paid He definitely paid to, off his opponent. Yeah,
6: yeah. I was going to say, 100%. are
2: you kidding me? Come on. When, when, kidding is, when he, me. he has a little freaking pretzel. Like, when he's brainy, no, but, no, no, he no, but he is a robot.
3: When he is a robot. Right. So maybe he has those steel so bones. Like Data. geek. in that
2: geek.
1: There's two ways I think he won. That, well, there's three ways. The, the most likely way is that as he was grabbing them to throw them, he had a wad of cash in his hand that he was putting <laughs> into their hand. <laughs> and then they like, whoa. The second is that he is, you know, an android, and so he just went <clears throat> and grabbed them, and they're like... Uh, I can't move. And the third was he trained really, really hard, and then you know. Yeah, was, I don't was,
3: think so. <laughs> the last one seems ridiculous. The thing yeah. is, like,
0: when you're loaded like that and you actually have that kind of time, like, I get why like Zuckerberg is, you know, spending the time doing jujitsu, and why like, um what's his name, Bezos is like all jacked now. Like, you got no excuse to be out of shape and be a you know a doughboy. Get out and do something.
1: You got all the money in the world. Yeah, do no, something. No, I, I I do think that Zuckerberg probably trained and probably won. Like, we're, we're, not, we're not acting like he entered the, the like UFC or something
2: and, and beat the best in the world. Wouldn't that be yeah, hilarious, though? He yeah. paid
3: the UFC off. He's like, you guys
2: got to let me win. Oh, <laughs> he's been talking about it with him, man. He's been, like, buying out, like, he'll go to UFC events and he'll buy out, like, the crowd and, like, show. And he's trying to get it, like, on Metaverse or something. Oh, no way. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: No
1: way. Yeah. I can't even, Im- so, like, do you, you think, you, can you imagine what Metaverse fights dude, would be like? No, we should get, you know how they do those celebrity fights? Yeah. like they do the YouTuber boxing the matches, boxing matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but then uh, what about like Logan Paul versus Mark Zuckerberg yeah. <laughs>
3: oh my gosh uh, Logan what about just K- everyone K- who's <sighs> been banned in Mark Zuckerberg you just gotta get into a ring with everyone he's oh, banned look, look. from Facebook <laughs> 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 him,
1: I, I, him I, I, and oh. Trump are in the ring together oh. like the, 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 the story about Zuckerberg winning that fight I am I, I don't think it was a super high level fight. I think it was like a very
2: low level fight. You probably won. Well, it wasn't yeah. a fight. Let's, it was, hit it. Let's it was, get yeah. the terms right. It was right. a jiu jitsu match. What happened was. Between getting punched in the face in a fight and, and doing some rolling in jiu jitsu and getting a point or whatever. So, what yeah, happened and was. He, and criteria.
3: His younger sister called him a mean name and then he, he you
1: know, hit her. <laughs> I don't know, though. <laughs> you know, I think Mark Zuckerberg could probably beat you up, Seamus.
3: Mark Zuckerberg? You think Zuckerberg and I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Him, I don't even know if I can do this show anymore.
1: Those most disrespectful like I'm trying to be. Re- I'm trying to, to be reasonable. Life. I'm trying to be reasonable though because like I don't train fighting, and neither do you. But Phil does, and, and obviously yet Colby is you is the pointed best. at me and not yourself. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is like, to be fair, I think it's it's reasonable. To argue that a person who is on camera training in any kind of like I'm going to give him credit that he 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 could probably I just take don't me. know if I just don't know if I, I think Mark Zuckerberg that, could beat me up
3: I just don't know if I believe I that he's so. actually training I don't think yeah. so I don't yeah. think so
1: no. like, I'm not he's the I, expert Tim yeah trust here, here here's the physical training I have I have running and jumping off of things I can climb really well from skating I can like probably do parkour and stuff so that gives me some advantage in a fight oh, yeah. but if Zuckerberg's been training in grappling I think he would probably I wouldn't know what to do. I don't have that training, you know?
0: I'm doomed. I got a sub-second draw, though. That's it. I don't think he's been
2: training. I think it's a photo op. I think he's just trying to yep. fool people, like, oh, I'm this tough guy, you know? Because everybody knows he's a little nerd. He ain't tough. There's nothing tough about him, man. He's, he's afraid <laughs> of shadows out there. So. <laughs>
1: what about Bezos, though? You see the picture of him? He's, like, all like working he's out. He's
2: all juiced up on steroids. Everybody knows <laughs> that. You can't have that type of transformation. It's obvious. That's yeah, not yeah, true. Yeah. It's not funny. It's facts, dude. That fast? Yeah. You're 100%... You know, put some testosterone, HGH, Anivar, and all the other drugs, you know, the cocktail of drugs that people mm-hmm. are doing with steroids these days.
3: Yeah. Here's a question then. So so you were saying like Bezos, he just got he got too big too fast. Based. Um how how long did it, I I guess I didn't pay attention to that transformation. How quickly did this guy get <laughs> jacked? I don't know. Within like a
2: couple months? Oh Was it a wow. Couple months? Yeah. I, yeah like sure. the same
0: amount of time it took him to make like a billion dollars.
2: <laughs> <laughs> really <fast. laughs>
0: Let's grab some He literally more.
2: just
3: bought a guy's muscles and implanted them into his body. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: new science dude, science is... People are doing that, yeah. <laughs> or he's just working on the new genetic modification technology. There's a... Uh, Ford Fisher was tweeting about a documentary he did where people are injecting themselves with a gene therapy, an experimental gene therapy outside of US jurisdiction. Mm. I don't know the full details, but you guys can check it out. Ford Fisher on Twitter. He's got a YouTube channel too. And he was... It's basically what these people do is they inject themselves, I'm probably getting it wrong, but it does something to deactivate fat production and increase muscle production. There's something about the mechanism by which we switch between fat production and muscle production causes some kind of aging. It's a very simple way of putting Interesting. it. And one guy's basically saying, I don't expect to starve anytime soon in modern society, so I'd rather have proper muscle regeneration, which makes you live longer. Hmm. And so they're injecting themselves with this, this gene therapy to extend their lives and they've been doing it for a while apparently
0: what, you, what you're describing sounds like trend alone i mean it's like just a you know like if you're taking if it if it suppresses uh fat and and helps build muscle that just that sounds like gear yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna go to a, a doctor here pretty soon because i'm in my 40s i'm gonna see if i can get some uh testosterone replacement or whatever
4: i think we can all agree that bill gates has no it, excuse anymore for mm, looking the way he does he doesn't real. yeah
1: Dude, it would be the greatest thing if we got like Bezos, Zuckerberg, Gates, Dorsey. Who else can we get?
4: <laughs> Let's get Soros in there. Why well, he's not? too he's a little, old a though. Old, but like, I guess. Yeah. I guess
1: Bill Gates is too. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's funny how Bill Gates is telling everybody how how unhealthy they are, and he's just like <laughs> just very so out of shape and Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> it's really wild, actually. What What do we got here? John Starling says after a 15 hour day welding, watching Tim Cast for the next WW champ. Uh, and uh, favorite UFC fighter making my night. Uh, hello from North Carolina, Colby. Shout,
2: shout out. out, shout out to my man from North Carolina, man, much love and respect. And, uh, you know, God, God bless you. Vindicated. Dasha
1: says you say get out of the cities, but I'm the caretaker of a 90 year old grandparent that refuses to leave. And it keeps us stuck no matter how much we want to leave. I, I hear you. And another good argument made to me was someone said that they got divorced through no choice of their own. And they can't leave their kids in the city. They they need to be an influence for their kids. They can't leave. They can't leave. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. Like I would never advocate someone abandon their children if they were stuck there because of laws. Just me makes a really hard situation. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, true,
0: it's true. You know, I mean, if you can get out, but it's not like the people around this table here are like unaware that people have you know serious problems in their life and and serious issues with with just picking up and leaving. You know. Yeah.
1: Leon says, 1930s Germany, publicly declare support or else. That's what it was like, right?
4: Yeah, true, man.
1: That's crazy. Let's grab some more super chats. John Medesky says, Colby, these dudes never even been punched in the face before. (laughs) Do your thing. Be like water, my friend. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> he came here to fight all of us. Yeah,
2: I only beat up crybaby libs. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't punch conservatives in the face, especially these are some of the biggest fighters in the world right here. They're fighting uh, up against the establishment. Oh, They're man. fighting, True, you know, all the all the deck that's stacked against them. You know, so yeah, and, you're too and, kind, man. and I'm going to push uh, you guys back. Are real fighters for real. Ready to rumble
1: says Tim has never been in a fight his whole life. He has ran away. I have been in many fights. Um, I wouldn't say I've been in large amounts of fights. But I appeared on Tucker Carlson tonight specifically because when I was in Boston and an Antifa guy started swinging at me, I I tightened my muscles, leaned in and said, do it. And I filmed him as he kept trying to swing at me and make me flinch. And so they asked me to come on and talk about it. And I was like, look, man, if this Antifa guy, while I'm live streaming, wants to hit me, hit me. Like, for, it's not the end of the world. I'm not going to die. I'm, I'm not going to go to the hospital. I'll be sore, maybe, depending on what... And then I'll have on camera this guy attacking me unprovoked. Mm. So make my day. You know? I, I Like, so- pe- people rag on me because there's a video where a guy pulls my hat off, and then I immediately turn around and threaten to knock all of his teeth out. And I'm like, you're making fun of me because I got really angry and overreacted. I'm like, if there was no police there, I probably would have gotten into a fight. So, like, dude... Don't, don't put like, you shouldn't put your hands on people. Like don't
0: take your yeah, hats and don't grab people and try and pick in fights like that. Don't do that. I
1: was in Boston and I had this Antifa guy swinging at me and then stopping just short of the camera and then swatting at me and I'm standing there and then I don't even know how long after another guy walks up and grabs my hat and then, and I'm surrounded by cops and I'm just like already really angry and wanting to to feel some kind of emotional satisfaction because I know I can't hit an antifa guy. I'm not going to get into a fight while I'm on the ground and this guy's trying to provoke yeah, me. And then want. some dude puts his hands on me and now I'm just like I'm I'm I was pissed. Yeah. I was I was triggered. I was mad triggered and I'm like surrounded by cops and I'm just like I'm not going to overreact. Like the, the, I that's I can't do anything. Want. That's what they want.
2: Yeah, I'm like they want a reaction.
0: From. Well, they yeah, it's called mid-level violence. They yep. it's like when exactly. you know not I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. The point of that is to get a reaction out of you. And mm-hmm. and there are things that they do that still counts as assault when they do it, you know. Yeah,
2: that should be assault touching mm-hmm. someone invading their personal privacy. Like I, I mean, and, well, but you know. have everything to lose. You know, you have an empire. These guys are nobodies and they have nothing to lose. So mm-hmm. they have yeah. everything to gain. Yep. Yeah. All right, we'll grab some more super chats. Amenthi
1: says, I would give up my right to vote if it meant Ben Crump was disbarred and we never heard from him again. (laughs) But that would be like you voting to make it so that he's disbarred. And that's like a good, that's a good vote. That's a great vote. Very good trade. All right. Self-made woman says, to cover all bases, does City Bike Karen have a timestamp for the bike? According to the New York Post, they reviewed the timestamp and confirmed it was from the moment. Yeah, people. one minute before the video is when she took the bike out.
3: Yeah, and also uh, people in chat because people were asking why did they blur the timestamp out? People in chat were saying it's so that random people on the internet don't know when she gets off shift or oh, what, what right, her schedule
1: right, right. is. Yeah, and that's why the New York Post said they confirmed it without revealing the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't want to people go find her job. Makes mm-hmm. sense.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah. See, a better a better feature says on the on the receipt, why is the timestamp the only thing blacked out? Did she go back after the fact and rent the bike in order to fake it? What legit reason is there to redact the timestamp? She's leaving work and pregnant, and people are threatening her, so they don't want to reveal what her shifts are, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, everybody still knows where she works. Yeah. this is a crazy world. Remember, remember this all. The, I remember the first canceling. Do you remember the first canceling? The woman on Twitter was flying somewhere. Oh my gosh! And yeah. she tweeted a joke about AIDS,
6: mm-hmm. and
1: then and then while she's in the air with no internet, the tweet's going viral like crazy. And when she lands. She finds out everyone in the world hates her. She's fired from her job, and she had no idea why. And she was making a woke joke. Wow. She said something like, "It um, won't happen to me
3: because I'm white," or something. Yeah. She like said, that. "Yeah, like a ho- ho- yeah. she said
1: something like she hopes she doesn't get AIDS, but it won't happen because she's white." And she was trying to make a left-wing joke about how white about, people see uh, themselves about white privilege, yeah, yeah. about how right they, they they see themselves unaffected and they're not part of the impoverished communities. It did not matter. The left doesn't have humor, so it's like. Nope, that was just racist. And uh, Wake-up call for this lady.
0: Well, it was a wake-up call for the world because that was kind of the first time that it happened. You yep.
1: know? Mm-hmm. Asha says, the bike, Karen, is definitely a Democrat. She said, you're hurting my fetus. fetus yeah. Us conservative women call it what it is, a baby, mm. even when we are growing them. I noticed that, too. She said, you're hurting my fetus. So weird. Like, this is the, this is the problem. If these people intentionally want these things to happen... Who are we to tell them they should not have them? Like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you tell me you want lower taxes, you know, Colby, and then you vote for it, and then you come back later and say you got lower taxes, I'd be like, oh, congratulations. If a, if a liberal in the city says, I want violent criminals out on the street, and then a violent criminal attacks them, am I going to be like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to go to a guy who voted for lower taxes and be like, oh, you poor man, you got lower taxes? I'm like, well, you voted for it. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know what else to say, man. man. Like, but why? why ha- See, like, that's what we're doing. We're assuming to, that they need our sympathy. If if if, I don't I don't know who she voted for, but as a fair point about her calling it a fetus, if she did vote for it, I mean I I I, we should be saying congratulations to her. Congrats, yeah. Yeah, like I'm I'm happy for you that you got what you what you wanted. You know, true. Me, I got uh uh I got uh, got some chickens. Chickens, yeah. uh, You know, (laughs) I wanted those chickens. They they created more of themselves. I'm very happy that I have them. You wanted violent criminals to be released on the street. They are now, (laughs) and you got that. We're all living our best lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. congratulations Congratulations. but now they're raising money off it too see this is the thing i'm concerned about the daniel penny thing i get this is a guy who people are cheering for he's a hero he's a marine he's trying to stop someone who was very very violent this woman i don't know for sure yet but i am concerned about someone being a lib who votes for these policies gets victimized by them and then comes to us and says now give us money Mm -hmm. like that's where i'm like "Mm." yeah fishy i don't want to be doing that i don't want to fall for that Tom Pant says, no, stop with this, do whatever you want, but don't go after kids and don't break laws. That's why we are where we are today. Objective morality and enforcement thereof is required to preserve a stable culture. Yeah, I agree. Mostly, um, I've talked about this quite a bit, that it doesn't matter what we think the principles are or aren't because uh, we have our own moral lines uh, and, and try, trying to simplify the idea both the left and the right will argue the parents have a right to choose what's best for their kids, except when it comes to, like this, this trans kids thing splits it where the left says the government has no right to tell me what to do with my children if they're aborting them. But the government has a right to intervene to take a child from his parents if the child is trans. So it's like the principle is, is irrelevant. You know what I mean? There's no the, the morality there is strictly subjective morality of leftist tribal groups. A baby in the womb has no right to life and the government can't intervene, but a child outside the womb who wants to get sterilized, the government can seize, and then without the parents' knowledge, sterilize. Mm-hmm. So like, you can't, yeah. It's almost like they just hate innocent life or something. You know, I think they want there to be less people. The Seems left doesn't
3: believe in innocence as well. Mm-hmm. That's also true. Yeah. yeah. They Well, it's interesting because... They don't profess to believe in innocence, but on a deeper level, I think they do. They
0: don't believe in innocence. They hate of children. It. Yeah, they hate it. Yeah. They want the the whole project of the left that the the LGBT stuff in in schools and stuff is essentially just to destroy the innocence of yep. children. That mm-hmm. is really what. And this is I'm an agnostic, so like me and Seamus aren't like Seamus is the religious <laughs> guy. So it's not like I'm like pumping out like some kind of you know religious take. But do it. They're Phil. still evil. Like. <laughs> So,
1: all right, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member at Timcast.com because we got a, we got a fun members only show, our guest for tomorrow morning canceled, and you're going to want to hear why, but we're not going to say on YouTube, literally not allowed to. I think you are, but it's family. I'm going to keep it family friendly Fair by enough. talking about medical procedures and stuff. We'll keep it for the fam for the members only, uh, un- uncensored. So again, at timcast.com, smash the like button, subscribe to the channel. You can follow the show at timcastirl. You can follow me personally at timcast. Colby, do you want to shout anything out?
2: Uh, you know, just shout out to all the Patriots out there holding down the line, man. We. You know we're getting stripped of our freedoms every day, so you know they're they're pushing the line farther and farther. They're coming for our children. They're coming for all our our rights as as citizens. So you know, shout out to all the patriots out there holding the line. Right on.
3: Awesome, man. Thank you um, for for coming on and everything. My name's Jameis Coglin. I'd like to shout out Freedom Tunes. Uh, I make cartoons. We released one. Today, it was referenced in the Super Chats that Tim was reading earlier. So I really think you guys will enjoy it if you go over there and watch it. Thank you very much. Freedom Tunes, youtube.com slash freedom tunes.
0: I am Phil I am Phil that remains on Twitter. I am Phil that remains official on Instagram. The band is All That Remains. We are available. You can check us out on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, and uh, Pandora, probably. YouTube as well.
4: And I am Surge.com. I'm watching Tim and Seamus throw paper airplanes at each other because that's how <laughs> he professional missed. we keep it here. Yeah, he did miss. <laughs> he literally missed. Uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter. Let's argue.
1: You know how it goes. Right on. We. What, what am I doing? Oh, I got, oh, oh we'll, we'll see, <laughs> <Missing>. you. <laughs> we'll see you all
6: over at <laughs> TimCast.com uh, in a few minutes. Thanks for hanging out.